Play me some Pippin, man. It's three to be three to be three away. Snaggletooth, you. Snaggletooth. All right. Hit you in the mouth. Snaggletooth. You know I can't run. It's okay. What's up, y'all? What's good? What's popping? What's tea? Welcome back to another dope ass podcast. I'm your boy, Brenton Tarantino. And it's me, People K Veto. Hope y'all been well, man. Before we get into it, make sure y'all follow all of our social media platforms. If you don't know, our Instagram is Ada Podcast. Oh shit! <laughs> hey, the podcast. I'm looking over at her like, girl, you not gonna say it? Like, no shit, y'all. Listen, finish and then I'm gonna tell y'all why. Go ahead. Okay, uh, follow our Twitter at underscore eighty podcast. That's underscore eighty eight p o d c a s t. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. I'm getting better at this. I think it's repetition. Like, the more we saying this shit, the quicker I'm. Well, damn, you ain't finished yet. Then you well, I'm, go ahead. I'm done. <laughs> Oh, fuck, I thought you had one more to say. Nah, Google Podcast YouTube. is the last one. I did say YouTube. Oh, yeah. I, exactly. I've been so, I'm so, I'm, I'm oh, fast with it now. You, nigga. Mm-hmm. Look at you. I'm trying. Big up to Brent. I'm trying. Ooh. I'm trying. <laughs> but no, man, it's been like a, a somber day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's rainy here. That's first things first. I'm so tired of this damn so rain. I mean, you know, I'm okay with rain, but that's not the... The, the thing is just that it's rainy and it's Kobe's Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we all know how I feel about Kobe. So, yeah, it's 224. You know, it's just it's been a day. Mm-hmm. You know, R.I.P. to all these niggas, man. Shit, niggas dying left and right. Left and right, bro. Literally. Smoke, Kobe, shit. Yep. You know they all dying three. That's the Janae Dubois. Like nine. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's been a lot, man. Uh, but yeah, what'd you get into uh, this weekend? Uh, actually, nothing. I didn't do anything. I chilled all weekend. Kind of hung out with a few people I knew, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I ain't do shit. How was yours? Pretty much the same. I kind of kicked it in. I didn't really do Chilled shit. Five. Yeah, I just went. We went to the gym. My stomach. Oh, oh bro. Oh, y'all go together? Yeah. That's what's up. My stomach was hurting like a motherfucker on Saturday. I don't know what it was. I don't know. You know, I already have like GI problems. Yeah. Um, but I want to say I probably ate some Chipotle. Because after the Chipotle, that's when I noticed like this deep internal cramp that was, whew. It was. I couldn't even. I I mean, I couldn't even go to sleep. Like I was like rocking back and forth. I kept like moving throughout the like. The whole time. And this was like, I'm talking about maybe 6, 7 o'clock, I was in the bed squirming. When you're old, to be honest, you start realizing stuff that you used to can't eat. Can't Your do body it. don't like that shit no more. Can't do it. Like, straight up. Because um, hot Cheetos, I can't eat that shit no more. Unfortunately. And literally, like, sweet heats, 
after so long, like a half, that's about it. What's a sweet heat? Sweet heat, southern sweet heat. I don't know what that is. Oh, you're talking yeah, about the chips, the chips, the chips. I'm sorry, yeah, I think sorry, a candy. Flake is the ones I like, but you know they usually had a Lay's in the store here. But yeah, you know you just start realizing like your body can't take this shit no more. Right. Because for some reason, like my mouth started burning. I don't know what type of shit they put in those little flaming hearts and sweet heat chips and stuff to make it hot. But ugh, it like my mouth just be like. <laughs> And it's just like I used to cut down a whole bag. Now it's just like half a bag and I'm pretty sweating. Right. Got the shit. You know what I'm saying? Bro, when I tell you, no, real talk, hot Cheetos, them shits be good as fuck. And like you can't just stop. Like them bitches, you stop eating bitches so much, like you will definitely start to sweat. I I was sweating last week eating some hot Cheetos. I can never say I've sweated truly. By um eating them, Jeez. but once um, like my mouth started, like, you know, whatever, and my system started getting like sensitive to it. Yeah, shit, that was over with. But anyways, yeah, you got anything else on your weekend? Um, like I said, we just worked out, uh, chilled, watched some TV. It was really just a kickback weekend, y'all. We really didn't really get into that much. But uh, sometimes mischief. that's good. You don't have to always do shit. Oh, and I tell you, wife, he made some goddamn, um, she made some goddamn curry chicken, like Jamaican style. Really? With the cabbage on the side, my nigga. She found it. She found a secret. Okay. She got okay. it. That shit hitting, bro. I'm talking about I had that. We had. I'm talking about it was good. We ate that shit last night. That shit. We got that shit for the rest of the week for work. So that shit really gonna be slapping. What um, what you think it was that that made this one different? I don't know. I think it's because she got like this like Jamaican curry seasoning, possibly. So when mm-hmm. she threw that in there, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what it was, but whatever it was, this mix around. Since you own Jamaican food, I'm gonna put it like this. I went to this Jamaican spot to eat lunch. Um, I think it was Saturday. And it was something that they put in it that's like little sticks. Uh-huh. What is that? Like cinnamon or, you know, I don't know. But it, it was like little sticks or whatever. Yeah. And it kept throwing me because I would be chewing. And it, I would be like, what the fuck is about? You know? Right. But you could tell that whatever it is, it's some type of spice to like, you know, get the flavor out. Flavor but I was right. just like, damn, what these sticks is in this damn rice? But it was good. I can't lie. Mm-hmm. And then, however they cooked that damn chicken, they had it like smoked or something. Mm. Mm. Your wifey stuff tastes like that, child. You got you something good. Mm-hmm. Done. Well, yeah, but, anyways, let's go and pop off into these topics. I'm speaking of pop. Right? <laughs> no pun intended. Damn. Huh, and we, I, that's the thing, bro. I just, I feel like we were just talking about him. Like, we just talked about his, like, Meet the Woo 2. We had just talked about it in new music, like, like last week, a week before, whenever. We just talked about it. I just told y'all, like, I really like listening to his music, especially in the gym. Like, he gives me a lot of energy. Like, I'm able to push through my workouts and shit through, you know, with, you know, with his songs and shit. And literally, the next goddamn week, boom, Pop Smoke was murdered. In the Hollywood Hills, um, I guess is while he was just you know out and about on vacation. Um, yeah, because it doesn't really tell you exactly what he was doing in LA. I'm pretty sure he was doing like a press run or something. Right, and it could yeah, right, because it could have been some business moving like again. Promoting the album and stuff. Right, but I don't know. That shit is just wild because it's just like niggas really about that life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so and he was only twenty. 
young. That's the shit, bro. We talk about everybody who be dying. Like we be, we be think about it. We be saying like, oh, fifty. That was so young. For you know what I'm saying? Like we be saying shit like that is like young to just die on some shit, bro. Twenty years old. Twenty. One thing about his death that I truly can say, and I know we haven't really just gotten into it yet, but one thing about it is for me, I'm glad that he was able to at least witness his dream before he died. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because most niggas, you know, you're just chasing a dream your whole life for the most part. But he was actually like living in the moment. So I am glad he got to experience that before he left the earth. Something. It's still, it's still just hard to say that. Shit, On a positive just, note, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because niggas, but niggas just have so much life to live. Um, mm-hmm. but it says, um, basically a 911 call from a friend of someone who was in the house reported that there was armed intruders inside the house. Um, termination of cause of death was made after the coroner's office concluded that the autopsy. Uh, I'm sorry, the autopsy was done on his body. Basically, declared that he uh, died of hom- uh, homicide, uh, and his body was released released to his next of kin. Um, it says, early in the week, police ruled out uh, Pop Smoke's death as being solely motivated by robbery. However, detectives did not rule out the robbery might have played a factor, but they were also looking at other possible motives as well. Um, it said the homicide took place at 4.29 a.m. on Wednesday morning, um, and it says that police said an unknown, mem- unknown number of suspects with masks entered the residence and shot Pop Smoke. Um, he was transported to a local hospital by the L.A. Fire Department where he was pronounced dead. Um, police said they have not determined if the incident is gang-related yet. Um, mm. Mm. What? Some pe- I saw a post where it was saying that they don't really feel that it could be gang-related only because he had more dealings on the East Coast, but shit, you don't know who know who. You know what I'm saying? You said you don't know new... I mean, yeah, word be traveling around. You don't know, like you said, you don't know who somebody may know out in the East that may know somebody in the West, but yo, smoke coming over there, bro. I need you to run something for me. You know what I mean? Like, you you don't know. Like... That shit wild. Yeah. Um, And it says that they, they think that it was a targeted hit as well. And did you see the video? There was a clip of him, like I, I guess, like when he was there and doing some shopping or whatever. Oh, that like the address was was shown on something. It was. He was showing something, and it had a, a snippet of the address. And so they were saying that he had a party before he got killed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just wild altogether. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just a little snippet of your address, and then you know it just goes to show you that. A few, what was it, a few months back or so when the baby was, like, showing out about the, the guy beating his ass. It wasn't, even like, a, it wasn't even a few months ago. That was, like, a couple of weeks ago when, like, you know, his daughter, he, he pushed a nigga down in a chair. You talking about that? When he, put, when he, he was, was in, in the hotel? hotel? Yeah, yeah, he put dude down the and chair. And just like, don't put my daughter in, you know, safe. He put my daughter, right. And that's like, this is exactly why. Just by you showing, you know, even if. Do don't po- even if you don't post where you, where you saw the baby at or where you work at, your friends who follow you know where you work at. So some one of them can easily pull up and just you never know you just never know what somebody it could be just to meet them it could be just Wackily. right you you really don't know so what the baby did is to prevent shit like this from happening you know what I mean so I I'm glad you brought that up too because I was thinking about that shit um, but it says in the surveillance apparently you see four men approach the home um, and it says uh, a couple of minutes passed before three of the four. Walked back up to the side of the home to the front. The fourth apparently walked in the back door, but no camera was was uh, trained in on that one. 
says the next time you see the man, he exits through the front, uh, the front door of the house. Um, it says multiple shots were fired inside the home, and they only struck Pop Smoke. So they didn't hit nobody else but Pop Smoke. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that definitely makes it feel like it was targeted. Do you feel that way? Um, it said, at first it seemed like it could have been a robbery or whatever because the rapper posted a photo early in the day. We know with a bunch of gifts and shit, but the fact that all of them just only popping into him, all the bullets that, all the shots that went off, went, you know, that went off or whatever hit him out of everybody else that was in the house. I, that's the thing. I don't know. Like, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. That shit is scary. You know, like, it's, the story is just still so wild to me. Like, you got killed from just being you. Just posting a video, not thinking anything about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Going on with your life. And then a few hours later, I mean, it's kind of like XX Tentacion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, he was just regularly just shopping around. And then, boom, here comes some niggas out of nowhere. And then that, and that's another thing they were saying, too, like why they feel like it was more so targeted. Because, like, all that shit that he had been posting, all that money and shit that he had, then at According to the surveillance video that they have, that nigga didn't walk out the front door with nothing. He just, so he just, he went in from one door, popped the nigga, and walked right out through the front door with nothing in his hands. You, we talking about, who we talking about? Pop Smoke. Oh. Who are you talking about? I didn't know what you was talking about. We talking about Pop Smoke, was... but we talking about the, the people who killed him, basically. That's oh, what I'm talking about. I didn't, I didn't know we had got back on him. Yeah. Um. He's the main topic. <laughs> No, because I had just said, like, XX. And I oh, oh, oh. To that situation. Oh, no, my bad, no. Um, but, what? This is heavy, you know what I'm saying? Like, shouts out to his family having to stay strong through all of this. And you know they, they took the body back to mm-hmm. wherever he's from, Brooklyn, is it? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, in Brooklyn. And then you said that about the family. The family pretty much is... You know, of course, they want answers. They don't know what the fuck going on because they said they didn't realize that or had no clue that he might have enemies in L.A. Right. So it's like, you know, they kind of lost with this shit, too. So they also don't believe that someone uh, would have followed him from New York to L.A. Uh, since he spent so much time on the East Coast. If someone there wanted him to harm him, they would have done it there. So. Was he gang affiliated? How? I don't know. I feel like it's hard. I don't really know much about Pop Smoke to be honest. I Me mean, neither. I just knew his. I just knew his music, bro. I just. I didn't know what he looked like I until I didn't know what he looked like until shit. Maybe a month ago. I ain't really. I didn't even know what he looked like until about about a month ago. Um. But yeah, man. Uh, and of course, like you, there were several people that were. Um, you know, like talking exactly. Um, from I think Two Chain said something to uh, what's the, what's the boy name? Uh, Quavo. Yeah, they to, say him and Quavo were like really close. Yeah, and had tons of songs together. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. It's it's definitely unfortunate, but apparently, um, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, there's a guy on there. I don't watch the show. Do you watch it? Mm-mm, not that one. Uh, his name is Teddy Mellencamp. 
I'm guessing he is the owner of the property that Pop Smoke was staying mm-hmm. in. It was a rental property. Yeah. So this is what he ended up posting on his Instagram with a heart. Uh, he posted a heart. Um, I wouldn't even I guess an emoji, but a picture of a heart, basically. Um, and this is what it says. It says, earlier this a.m., we were informed by a third-party leasing and management company overseeing a rental home we own in Los Angeles that a shooting had taken place at the property. Foremost, we would like to extend our prayers and condolences to the family and loved ones affected by this tragic loss of life. We aren't aware of any of the details beyond what we've been told or seen reported on the news, and at this time, we would like to refrain from commenting further as we wish for the focus to remain on the law enforcement officers who are dis- dil- fuck, diligently <laughs> doing their jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Here's, what, pol- here's what police had to say. This morning, multiple LAPD Hollywood units responded to a call at 2033 Hercules Drive in the Hollywood Hills. Uh, the radio call was called in by someone from back east and stated at 4.55 this morning, multiple LAPD Hollywood units responded to a call at 2033 Hercules. Their home was being broken into by multiple suspects and that one of them was armed with a handgun. Their home... So... Yeah. I mean, I just hate that shit, though, bruh. Um, this is somebody else that said something, too. Um, this dude named Jack Boy. You know, he, I think he's from Florida. He wanna, He's one of uh, Kodak Black's affiliates. Like mm-hmm. he, But he's pretty much spoke about people like showing fake love to rappers after they die. Mm-hmm. Nigga, die. Soon as you die, now you got all type of millions of followers. I do feel what? like that. <laughs> You feel like hey. how when you die? Why y'all want to follow people when they die? I, I, yeah. Why not follow me when I'm posting shit? Well, when you die, too. Yeah. Why not follow me when I'm posting shit? Yeah. Why when I'm here, when I'm posting shit on my page every day, going on live, doing all my little extracurricular shit? Why you don't follow a nigga then? Huh? But as soon as a nigga die, you know ain't nothing getting posted on this page no more. Right. That's when you want to follow me. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get that either. I never understood that either. But you know, people do do that. And another thing that I notice people do is when when people die, you go on their page and you just post, like, you know, your feelings and stuff. That's one thing. I don't know. Well, what do you... I don't know. I I feel like that is pointless. They can't read it. They can't, but it's like... what's the difference? I mean, yeah, I guess I can see that too. You're expressing yourself, so congrats that you got it out, but they can't read it. What, you want the family to read it? I don't know. I just know because when my sister died, like, everybody was just on there posting. And you know, hey, if that's what you do, do you. Not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just like, for me, you should be saying all these things while they're here. While they're here, yeah. And not waiting till I can't even read this shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. No, that's real. Uh, Shit. Who else said something? Uh, Nicki Minaj said the Bible tells us that jealousy is a, is is as cruel as the grave. Unbelievable. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Um, shit, Fifty Cent. I think him and Fifty was pretty much real close. You know, he April. just mentioned him in an interview before. He said, "No such thing as success without jealousy. Treachery comes from those who are close." R.I.P. Um. Yeah, man, it, it's 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 unfortunate. Here's something that Pop Smoke else had to say. Feel 
like you have you have to be careful and more careful now because you're a public figure. That's what you're I say. Easier target. Let me say that. Let me speak on that. Okay. Like, I'm gonna say give like a message to my young. I mean, like like us coming where we come from, we can't afford to. We can't afford to slip up, make no mistakes, right? Because they watching and they and they they want us to. You know what I'm saying? We got all eyes against us. You know what I'm saying? And fake they fake niggas be winning sometimes. So you know what I'm saying? If you wanna you wanna succeed, you can't up. You ain't got no space for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't afford it. That's why I tell them, like, you know what I'm saying? And especially when you got something to lose, when you got a little fame and you got some, and the money's starting to come, there's just a lot more eyeballs and a lot, a lot more at stake. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what he said with Angie on Power, uh, Power 105.1. That's wild, brother. He just said that shit. Yeah, just said it, man. Boom. About being careful and why, and, uh. um. But that's why you got to always make sure. When you post something, don't have no personal information on that shit at all. You know what I'm saying? You know how when you see people be sitting up and they be posting like baby shower invitations or something, mm-hmm. and then you got the nigga, no, duh. Right? What you doing all that? Just for? post the top of it that say a baby sprinkle or whatever the hell you having, and don't show any of the other stuff because you don't know who don't fuck with you. You sure don't. Not uh, always. Two Chain said he posted. He said, "Suggest su- fuck success is dangerous. Uh, you sure you want this shit?" He also said, "Been shot at in San Francisco. Got arrested in Maryland, uh, Louisiana, New York, and Oklahoma. Had a so-called standoff with the police in Oklahoma. Cali spot. Got broken into four times, all on tape, and one of them even left my left a phone. All since I've been a rapper. You literally gotta pray um, that you got. I'm sorry. You literally gotta pray." That you make it back home safe, uh, but then you're not even safe at home. My condolences. So, yeah. I'm telling you, man, as we learned with Kobe, going and coming back home every day is truly an underrated blessing. Mm-hmm. Like, sure seriously. Is. It really is. Because you never know. Like, I mean, you know, even being at home, shit is dangerous. <laughs> you know, I fall down a step quick. You fell down but, mine. Okay? <laughs> but, you know, still, like, just going and coming, you just never know. And the fact that people just, you still have plans every day, and then just all of a sudden you're gone. Mm-hmm. And since then, his, uh, of course, his streams have gone up 392%. As they always do. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. I'm, 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 again, people be so surprised when that happens, but I'm, I never am. You want to, that's, that's considered celebrating the person. Well. And you kind of want to remember the person in that way. Like, I, I did that shit. I mean, I, I listen to Pop Smoke regularly, but as soon as he passed, hell yeah, that's all I listen to in the gym. I didn't. I listen to shit on repeat. I listen to the shit in the car. Like, I mean, it's just like, you just kind of want to... See, for me, I know that... I want to say I, I believe that one point, like, dang, why people do that? And then I realized that you're doing it just to, you know, still feel connected to them or right. whatever. And, I mean, Pop Smoke, I, I ain't going to lie. I did listen to Welcome to the Party because that's the song I originally liked from him. And then that's probably about it. I didn't listen to any more. 
Now, Nipsey, when he died, I know I listened to more of his music, which I had just started getting into him. You right. know what I'm saying? As we kind of are just now getting into pop mm-hmm. or smoke or whatever they pop. call You know, because we was like, well, what did we call you? Right, I we just said that. Yeah, you were like, Mr. Pop, Mr. 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 Smoke. Right. <laughs> like, Damn, bro. I, I remember, <laughs> when he died, I remember all that shit, too. That's wild, bro. That's actually, that's wild. <laughs> Literally just got through talking about it. Right. Um... <sighs> But yeah, R.I.P. Pop Smoke, man. Um, Kadosis to the family. Um, oh, shit. Before we go into the next thing, his brother, speaking of his family, his brother said something. Um, his brother posted, can't nothing express the pain I'm feeling. I'm just lost. I'm sorry. I just lost my fucking brother, my heart, my dogs. Uh, you guys have no type of, you guys have no type of sense or sympathy. Y'all don't know what's going on. Y'all come on here playing investigator and bashing me on the internet I would never in my life set my brother up. We ate together, broke bread together. This really my my mother child. Uh, I don't got to explain nothing to nobody that don't know me, but for the ones who know me, know me when you saw me, you saw Pop. Uh, we, uh, we live in such a fucked up society, y'all got to wake up. Just know I got you forever, brother. The truth will come to the light until then. Sleep in peace. So, R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Moving right along to <laughs> the 51st NAACP Image Awards. Uh-huh. And it was hosted this year by Anthony Anderson. Okay. And um, it was actually like a good, I didn't watch it, but just like seeing different clips and stuff, it, it was actually like a good little show or whatever. Can you do me a favor? I'm sorry to cut you off. Can you cut the light on real quick? Just real quick. Just real quick. Oh. It's okay. We real with the people. It's all right. No, no, no. That light. I, nigga, this ain't helping. You gonna hold that the whole time? Yeah, I'm oh, okay. right here reading okay, off of it. Do your thing. Anyways, <laughs> um, it was hosted by Anthony Anderson, and of course, you know they had um Jill Scott. She performed. Let's um, take. She did some stuff from her new album, and then of course they she got a new album. Kobe a tribute, which one of the videos from that um was this. Or maybe we can see a movie. Or maybe we can see a play on Saturday. Picture went to Just Mercy. That's with um, Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. Okay, Outstanding then. actor in a motion picture went to Michael B. Jordan for Just Mercy. I thought that movie just came out, didn't it? It did. But that's your racking up. It is, and I I wanted to go see it, but I forgot um, what came out at the same time. And you know, you only got movie. I mean, you know, movie money for for one show. Who you telling? So, well, you know, they got five dollar uh, five dollar Tuesdays too. Yeah, but. That's that in decaf, ain't it? Decaf can't ain't that well, what AM, AMC's have it. AMC's have it. Oh, you know, I just became a member. But anyway, yeah, yeah. so Outstanding Actress in a Motion Picture is Lapita Nyong'o for Okay, us. look at you. You 
Well, first of all, I always knew how to say husband. Oh, now, outstanding supporting actor in a motion picture went to Jamie Foxx for Just Mercy. Okay. And, and of course, Jamie always keeping it light, funky, and fun. This is what he had to say. Thank you so much, black people, African Americans, and everything else we are. Uh, it's, it's, it, people always ask me, like, uh, oh, that's my time? Oh, snap. Uh, I had a whole thing I was about to. I love him because he's so black. Stop. At times. Stop, bro. Right. I thought I had like 12 minutes. <laughs> It's always great to get it from black folks because we are we are so talented. And, and to the to my nominees, man, so talented. And black and black people, black people are tough too. Cause you know it's always somebody in the audience is black. Oh, man, my cousin do the same. <laughs> my cousin do the same thing, dog. It ain't all that. Just mercy, dog. My cousin did the same. Ray Charles, man, he did that long. My cousin did that same damn thing, man. <laughs> But you know what's crazy? It's true. They are that talented. Uh, I want to thank Warner Brothers it. for this incredible film. I want to thank But you. that was Jamie. Shout out um, Jamie also, Chris, you had outstanding supporters, supporting mm-hmm. actress in a motion picture went to Marseille Martin for Little. Okay, then. <laughs> that was cute. She also won again for Little doing breakthrough performance in a motion picture. Um, Outstanding ensemble cast in a motion picture went to Jess Mercy. They're making me want to watch this movie now. I haven't seen it. My wife saw it, but I haven't seen it. Damn. Outstanding independent motion picture went to Dolomite is my name. So shout out to Eddie. And fucking up, motherfuckers, is my game. (laughs) Outstanding comedy series went to Blackish. Um, outstanding actor in a comedy series went to Blackish again, Anthony Anderson. Outstanding actress in a comedy series went to Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish. Um, of the course, same shit was racking up. Boy. It is. Jamie Foxx movies racking up. Blackish supporting racking up. actor in a comedy series, Dion Cole Blackish. Now, for the most part, it's two Blackish people in here, and that's Dion Cole and Lawrence Fishburne. But then you have Terry Crews for Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Titus <laughs> Burgess for Unbreakable Kenny Schmidt. Now, I like him. Um, I have Ooh. never really seen the show Titus. He's really funny. But Andre Brar from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, that's kind of some of the stuff that it was up against. Okay. Um, outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series went to Marseille Martin. Uh, now, this one, outstanding drama series. Who got that? Well, I'm going to name the, um, what it was, what the people, the nominees, which is Godfather of Harlem, Greenleaf, Queen Sugar, Mm. The Shy, and Watchmen. Now, the last two I've never seen, um, I have seen some of Queen Sugar, but Greenleaf got that one. Yes, my show. Yeah, I love Greenleaf. Um, That's my show. Outstanding actor in a drama series. I I don't know. Armari Hardwick for Power. Um, Angela Bassett got outstanding actress in a doctor. I mean, doctor in a drama series for nine one one. Okay. Um, outstanding supporting actor is uh I don't know who that is Harold Plurnary Claus. 
Uh, outstanding supporting actress in a drama series was Lynn Whitfield for Greenleaf. Yes, I love her. I love her too. And then um, outstanding television movie, limited series, or dramatic special went to When They See Us for Netflix. Okay. Um, actor in a television movie, limited series, or dramatic special went to Jarrell Jerome for When They See Us. Okay. And then uh, I'm just going to take a stab at this one. Um, outstanding actress in a television movie, limited series, or dramatic special went to An Anjanu An Anjanu. Let me see. Anjanu. Okay. Anjanu Ellis. When they see us, um, it's okay. more winners on this thing, but I'm not gonna name all of them. Um, this was Rihanna's speech. Yes, because she did win an award, and this is what she had to say. Happy belated birthday. Aww. And this is kind of long, but y'all can bear with us. From the Navy. I'm Navy and Hive, just so y'all thank know. Thank you, Derek, and thank you to the staff, board, and community of the NAACP, including all of you guys here in this room and everyone at home watching who's devoted their lives and efforts toward supporting people of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Clap it up. Okay, I'm going to try to keep this simple because um, tonight is not really about me because the purpose is bigger than me, right? You know? It's not bigger than us together, but it's bigger than me because my part is a very small part of the work that's being done in this world and the work that is yet to be done. I'm lucky I was able to start the Clara Lane Foundation in 2012. And if there's anything that I've learned is that we can only fix this world together. We can't do it divided. I cannot emphasize that enough. We can't let the desensitivity seep in. But if it's your problem, then it's not mine. It's a woman's problem. It's a black people problem. It's a poor people problem. I mean, how many of us in this room have colleagues and partners and friends from other races, mm -hmm. sexes, religions? Show of hands. Well, then, you know, they want to break bread with you, right? They like you? Well, then, this is their problem, too. So when we're marching and protesting and posting about the Michael Brown Juniors and the Tatiana Jeffersons of the world, tell your friends to pull up. Thank you to the NAACP. And that right there is why she got the president's award. That's what I'm saying. Niggas is not going to pull up. Just because people ain't gonna check their friends on no shit like that. They not. Some won't. You can't speak <laughs> for all, but you know, some the majority did not. But hey. But at the same um, time, like you said, like, I mean, yeah, she right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all wanna 
<clears throat> y'all want to listen to our music when it's cool. Y'all want to watch what we do and 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 dress how we dress, walk how we walk, talk how we talk, and do all this other shit or whatever. But when it's some issues that's going on that we have to face, y'all are not in the trenches with us. Y'all are not willing to stand next mm-hmm. to us or beside us and 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 help us through this. Instead, y'all are just oh I don't see it or I don't see color. What are you talking about, Tyrone or? Yeah, I don't, that's like, some bullshit. You don't see color, nigga. Or, you see, I'm a nigga. I have, I have many black friends. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, we're not trying to hear that shit no more, bro. For real. Like, if y'all really fuck with us, bro, y'all gonna be right there with us. Or if not, then we we really don't have time right now, bro. Like, we don't. We don't have. We don't have time. We have to be together as people. Like, yeah. I mean, I, of course, I would say as black people first, but I mean, shit as. As people in general, as a human race, we need to be together. But you know it, 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 it and that's the thing. It shouldn't be a but. But I know it's like it's gonna take time, more time than even what it's taking right now. Right. Especially with the bullshit we got in office right now. Like that. That's just that's that's pure hatred that's being spread out and causing more of a divide than anything. So it's it's harder to become one when we have that shit in office that we have to say is our leader of this fucking country. Well, speaking of leaders, this person was actually a great leader and his memorial was held today, him and his daughter, Gigi. Um, and they were honored very well. Um, I actually, I watched it. I know you said you didn't get a chance to kind of get to it because you was in a meeting. Yeah. I was, <laughs> Jesus, I hate meetings on Monday. Them shits last all day. The one time, I'm going to tell you this real quick. Our meetings are usually at work are at 9 a.m., usually. And of all the days that they want to say, oh, let's, you know, we're going to have a meeting at 1, the time that this shit is supposed to start, they want to have a meeting at that time. So, yeah, I missed the whole thing. But I only caught, like, clips. And, of course, what we're about to talk about, I was able to see, but I didn't watch it in its entirety. So, of course, as the black people like to say, the uh, MC was Jimmy Kimmel. Was um, he? He was. And he he hmm. had an emotional heartfelt, like, you know, he hosted it pretty much. Yeah. It, there were different speakers. Um, his best friend, Rob, I, I forget his last name, he was there. Um, there was a coach from UConn, which is the school that Gigi wanted to play for. Then you had a lady from some team, some girl, I don't know her name. And then the white mamba, um, who who her and like Kobe were very close as well. Like she was there, she spoke, they all met Gigi, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And his best friend Rob was actually Gigi's godfather. Oh wow. Yeah, man. And of course, you know, they got up and he was just talking about how Kobe was an amazing. He his in his eulogy, what he gave was he gave you Kobe as a father, the basketball player, and a husband. Okay. And and through each one, like you, you could tell, like he had to. He was together. You know what I'm saying? It's my Jimmy. No, I'm talking about Rob. Oh, Rob. Um, I'm sorry. Rob was together when he was when he told his part. Right. Um, but Jimmy. You can hear all of his voice mm-hmm. crackling everything. And this is um, some of the stuff that Jimmy had to say. And like I said, it, it really was, for me, it was just, it was very touching. Mm-hmm. And here it is. Any of us 
could have imagined this. Ooh, Jamie. Everywhere you go, mm, don't get me started. You see his face, his number. Mm. Mm. Gigi's face, Gigi's number. Everywhere, at every intersection. There are hundreds of murals painted by artists who were inspired, not because he's a basketball player, but because Kobe was an artist too. Kobe had been. It's another part to it. Not just in LA, uh, across the country, in Kobe's hometown, Philadelphia, in Italy, in India. The Philippines, China, New York, Phoenix, Austin, for God's sake. (laughs) In places where he would be booed on the court, Kobe is missed. Even the great Boston Celtic Bill Russell wore number 24 and a Lakers jersey to yesterday's game. Mm -hmm. You know that was their rivalry. Yeah. The Celtics. But um of course, um I don't see that as being that I don't know, I just don't see why he wouldn't have. What? Wore the jersey? Yeah, because even I mean I mean I know they were poking rivals, but still like that don't Bill yeah, Russell. Like, he Bill... was just saying like even he did it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And you know, some people hold on to stuff like that and be like, no, no. But at a moment like this, you know people are gonna honor Kobe. Right. And this is his best friend, and this is what he had to say. Kobe had been texting me from the helicopter. The girl in that text chain was that he was wanting to help so badly was Lexi Altabelli, mm. the surviving daughter of Coach John Altabelli, who was also on the helicopters. Kobe's last human act was heroic. He wanted to use his platform to bless and shape a young girl's future. Hasn't Kobe done that for all of us? And not. And so he was just saying, like, when the last time that he really spoke to Kobe was the day that Kobe died. And he was saying that he was in wow. church and he was just like, you know when you in church. I don't know. I don't get on my phone when I'm in church because I try to listen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, and so he was just saying how he was in church and his phone was in his pocket and he was just like, he heard it go off and he, you know, I guess Kobe had his own buzz. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so he heard, you know, he, he felt that buzz or whatever. And he was just like, he didn't want to check it, but something said, go ahead and check it. Right. And it was Kobe asking about how do you get someone, like, or a sports agent or something getting this girl an internship. It was for a baseball team. Wow. Um. Yeah, and, and just how he was already, like, not knowing these are his last few minutes or whatever, mm-hmm. but you're you're thinking of helping someone, someone else, else get ahead. Right. And that's what everybody was saying, just how, you know, like Kobe was always that type of person. He was always trying to help him. Mm-hmm. And even one of the girls, the white mama, she was saying how, I don't know her name. Y'all got to look that shit up on y'all. But the white mama was Her saying, name is uh, Diana Tarasi. Tarasi. Yeah. Tarasi is what I was about to say. But anyways, um, she was just saying how he 
he was showing her like the pivot move and everything. And the other girl oh was God. too just showing all and saying all of that. And um they also like told how Gigi like she loved to bake. Mm. And she was like she loved to watch cupcake wars. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it was just it was it was very enlightening. Um, of course, as far as basketball players, Michael Jordan got up there and he was very emotional. Very, very emotional. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah, it was. It it's was not all down his lips. I was. You, yeah. No, for I'm real. not trying to laugh, but no, it was no because you being dead honest. Like when I so I watched it before, well, most of it before the podcast, like getting ready for the podcast, and like I saw a clip at work, but I watched the full thing. And it was just like, damn, like, I don't know. I, I, I mean, like you said, it was very enlightening. I didn't know they were that close. Oh, yeah, I knew that, man. I didn't, I, I mean, I, I, I knew that. I've always known, of course, that, you know, like, I mean, uh, t- Jordan is an inspiration to a lot of people. A lot of people wanted to be like Jordan. So, I mean, yeah. of course, I've always noticed that. I, that's one thing I used to always give Kobe shit for. I'm like, oh, he wanted to be like Jordan. He got his tongue out just like him. But it's like when you, what's wrong? Oh, it? right here. When you like, I mean, like, like before you get into what Michael was saying, like he he had mentioned something like, you know, he used to hit me up at like crazy ass hours of the night, like three, four, five in the morning, some shit, ask me about a pivot or ask me about just you know just certain moves or whatever. And he said at first it was just yeah, he said at first it was like annoying. <coughs> he said a nuisance. He was a nuisance. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like. If I could say that word, I was like, oh my gosh, so this is what he said. My dear friend, he was like a little brother. Everyone always wanted to talk about the comparisons between he and I. I just wanted to talk about Kobe. You know, all of us have brothers and sisters, little brothers, little sisters who... For whatever reason, I always tend to get in your stuff. He also said this, too. Now he's got me. I'll have to look at another crime meme for the Knicks. <laughs> That's just funny. People already start using it. All right, but y'all should let him slide on this one, dog. Let him skate on this one. <laughs> <laughs> told my wife I wasn't going to do this because I didn't want to see that for the next three or four years. I ain't even going to lie. When they looked over and showed her, I, I, you know, I, I said, bitch. What? Because you know him and, uh, what was the name, Paulette? What was his first wife's name? You oh, the black the lady? Nasty divorce? The black lady? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I just looked at him and was like, bitch. But anyways, of course, you know, Shaq got up there now. I was watching it on ESPN and I low key got pissed off because of course you had been waiting for like Shaq to say something the whole time because of who their bond. You know what I'm saying? That true brotherhood bond. Be pissed off at each other but still. Right. You know what I'm saying? Can can talk and laugh. It's like family. Just like it's nothing. Yeah. Um the damn TV started going out. <laughs> 
they started having technical difficulties and so they they like you know how they push it back to the people in the studio mm-hmm. and i was just like damn so it's a couple of parts that i didn't get of shat all together but um this is some of his reaction you speaking to a group of people about kobe bryant I usually picture in the context of his Hall of Fame induction or as a guest speaker at one of Kobe and Vanessa's foundation event. But never ever could I have imagined that I'd be here today speaking at his memorial. And it pains me to my core. Like all of you, I continue to be devastated over the loss of my friend, my little brother. Kobe Bryant and my beautiful niece Gigi. To Vanessa and the kids, Kobe's parents, sisters, and other families who lost their loved ones on that tragic day, we grieve, we grieve with you. All of us will forever change on January 26th. As we know, the Black Mama's legacy will be more than just being one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And believe me, Kobe, Kobe was truly a gifted and intelligent student. I have imagined speaking to an intelligent student of the game. I remember him saying, these guys are playing checkers, and I'm out here playing chess. And I would say, I guess so, Kobe. I don't know how to play chess. <laughs> he brought a likeness to it. He's a funny guy. But I can tell you that Kobe, <clears throat> what filled Kobe's heart with the most pride was his role as a loving husband to Vanessa, daddy to Gigi and Natalia, Bianca mm-hmm. and baby Capri, and a loving son and brother. Kobe was a loyal friend and a true renaissance man. As many of you know, Kobe and I had a very complex relationship throughout the years. But not unlike another leadership duo, John Lennon and Paul McCartney, whose creative rivalry led to some of the greatest music of all time. Kobe and I pushed one another to play some of the greatest basketball of all time, and I am proud that no other team has accomplished what the three-peat Lakers have done since Shaq and the Kobe Lakers did. And yeah, sometimes like immature kids, we argued, we fought. He was so clean against that, bro. With offhand remarks, our feud. But make no mistake, even when the folks thought we were on bad terms, when the cameras were turned off, he and I would throw a wink at each other and say, let's go whoop some. (laughs) We never took it seriously. In truth, Kobe and I always maintain a deep respect and a love for one another. The day I gained, the day Kobe gained my respect was, the guys were complaining. I said, Shaq, Kobe's not passing the ball. I said, I'll talk to him. I said, Kobe, there's no iron team. And Kobe said, I know, but there's an in me in that motherfucker. in that motherfucker. But it's just like I don't know when Shaq got up there. It, it like I said, it brought a lightness and it just. It kind of just made you remember, like, Kobe was, you know, he was competitive, like, always in everything he did. And that's what a lot of them said as well, because 
even when his best friend Rob was talking, he was saying how Kobe was like trying to do something very romantic for Vanessa. Mm -hmm. And even Vanessa said how he was so romantic. She was just like, she looked forward to special holidays like Valentine's and stuff like that because she knew that he would always go out of his way to like do something special for her. Mm -hmm. And so Rob touched on that as well. And he said, he called him one night and was just like, hey man, you know, I, I need to learn this, this, um, this, uh, what do you call it? What? When a, you learn a piano song. Ballad? This piece of music. I don't know. This piece of music. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata. Mm -hmm. And you know, they say that's like one of the hardest ones to learn. Said Kobe learned it in like, I think it was like two weeks or something. Damn. Yeah, like that's that Mamba mentality. It probably was even sooner, but whatever. Um, and also... Alicia Keys, she came out score. and she performed it. Their score. Yeah. Uh, she came out <laughs> and performed think about it. it. And then Christina Aguilera came out. And for her, for me, it was kind of hard to hear her voice. Mm -hmm. It was more so like, I don't know. Like, the music was a lot louder. And then, I don't know. That's odd because, because she, she's got range. She, she can get does, up there. So, they, they, they probably did up a clip of her singing. So, you can, well, they probably got the loudest parts of her. But for me, that's how it was. But you also got to think about it. I was listening on my headphones. Like, mm -hmm. So, but anyways, um, she sang it in Italian. So, okay. um, she mm -hmm. did. Oh, Ave Maria. Yeah, that. You see how she got a love? She kind of back. She, she kind of far away from the mic. Look like. And at first, the mic was a little low. Okay. I'm a, Oh, but but this thing now. I'm skipping through. I ain't trying to get no copyright stuff. Okay, here we go. Come on, Christina. I like Christina Aguilera. So. Um, this also was actually title, I guess, because you know Beyonce was performing. But <coughs> you think? I'm just saying. You think? Um, a very touching moment, though, of it was the end. Um, all of it was touching. Do not get me wrong. What are you talking no, about? I don't mean that for the end of the show. Yes. Okay. The end of the tribute. Mm -hmm. Um, they they played his Oscar-winning film, Dear Basketball. Okay. When I tell you, you know the tears was rolling. Oh, I they played the what? What do you mean they played it? They played the movie. Yes, at the end. The whole. Showed, how long is the movie? It's short. Oh, it's short, but it, it shows Kobe's love of basketball. Oh, okay. And it was so amazing. Like it was so. Like, Did Beyonce I perform after his that? Voice? No, that was it. Oh. That was the end. Oh wait, we got to talk I about Beyonce. Said, what? You got to talk about Beyonce. We skimmed over that like that like that was nothing. Oh, I thought I talked about Beyonce. you. You really didn't. We talked more about Christina Aguilera. Than we we played a whole clip of Christina Aguilera, but we didn't yeah, say nothing about Beyonce. Bad, so Let's not be disrespectful. I forgot in the beginning that Beyonce said that this was actually one of Kobe's favorite songs, EXO. So she performed that. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, can't get too much in there. And then, of course, the next one she did was Halo. I missed EXO because I got in late Mm -hmm. because, of course, you know, I was doing something else. (laughs) Um, And this is what I called. I called Halo. Come on, B. Come on, Ryan. Yes. He ran that. Her nail said Kobe and Gigi. He did. She bodied that. And of um, course, you could see her like comforting uh, Vanessa. Vanessa at the end. Well, yeah. she was comforting her through it. Do I, yeah, 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 she did. Like they showed her like touching her and stuff. And Vanessa, she delayed on that stage, baby. Oh, when I really tell did. you, she looks so good. And I um forgot to play her speech too, but. Go ahead with Beyonce before I play hers. Uh, well, I was gonna say EXO. EXO holds a holds a strong place in my heart. That's me and my wife's first uh first dance song. So was it at yeah, your wedding? It was. So um, but to hear to hear it, it's 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 weird when you hear it in different contexts. It's like when we heard it, you know, for us it was like of course joyous or whatever. But to hear it in this moment of sadness but trying to be uplifting in the same moment you kind of get a different feel from that song so i count i now kind of have two feelings for just that one song almost i love you like exo well i've always felt like i felt loving i felt all emotions for that song that is an all emotion type of song Mm -hmm. for me at least you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um beyonce did a beautiful job very beautiful tribute to Kobe. I hate that I came in late on EXO because that's honestly one of my favorite songs from her. Like, I really love that song. I got the whole thing uh, for you, sis. I just want me to send you the link after. What? The, her singing it? Yeah, the full the whole full performance. Uh, I got okay. it. I have it for you. Well, um, but you want to say more of her? No, but she, like I'm, you said, she slayed. Yeah, she did. Shout out to you, Queen B, and she was... Thick ass for get it, bitch. So, anyways, um, she be eating her rice and candy. Yes. <laughs> Shouts out to him, baby. So, anyways, um, Vanessa did an amazing job, especially to 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 have gone what she's gone through. Man, and strong. I didn't forget to talk about Vanessa. I actually wanted to talk about her last, even though I ended the show, because um, I also have one more thing to tell about her, and so. With her, she just she did an amazing job to me because just a tragedy like that, losing a, a child and your the love of your life. Yeah, that's rough. You know what I'm saying? I can't imagine. Like, no matter what they've gone through, no matter what anybody thinks about them, that shit is touching. My coworker, shout out to Olivia, she was like she was like, I, I can't imagine. She's like, that's literally, she's like, I'm not saying I, but she's like, that's literally like some, like, like some suicidal type shit. Like, I don't even want to be here anymore. Like, just take, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to be here right now. 
It you is. know what I mean? That's but at, but at the same time, it's just like I told her. I'm like, you gotta think about it though. The difference between that though, a lot of people that that maybe they own. I can say that was their only child, but you gotta think she got a whole. She got. She's squatting More, up. Yeah, so she got, you know, she well, has a she has a reason to that, live. Because I got something on that. Okay. Look, wait on the family. Okay, thing. my bad, my bad. But at the same time, just to know that you've endured so much, it just goes to show that you are such a strong human being. So strong. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, you know, I kind of, I ain't gonna lie, I now see why Kobe, you know, and you know, loved her. Mm-hmm. I know he loved her, but I'm saying, like, you know, I just thought, oh, she was a cute chick. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ain't nothing wrong with admitting that, fam. I think oh, a lot. I I think a lot of people have felt that way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people felt that way. But that really goes to show me that you really are Miss Mamba. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you got that mamba mentality too, girl. She was strong, bro. I'm strong, talking about, and hey, you ain't see a crack. And, she I was mean, fighting them. Up. She was fighting them motherfuckers, I mean, but at the same it, time, like she's no, it yeah, was flawless she was solid, to me. solid, you know what I'm saying? solid. You did what you was supposed to do, that was straight flawless. Cause I, I'm shit, motherfuckers, so, I know would have been up. They couldn't is, even finish. They wouldn't be able to finish a sentence. Child, this is some of the stuff she had to say. Let me turn that damn volume on. Press play. It's playing. Uh-oh. It's playing, child. Oh, shit, y'all. Here you go. Hold on. I'm doing like ESPN. All dads, or MVD. He never left the toilet seat up. You got to start that over. Seat up. That's fine. Let it go. The MVP of girl dads, or MVD. He never left the toilet seat up. <laughs> He always told the girls how beautiful and smart they are. He taught them how to be brave and how to keep pushing forward when things get tough. I don't think. And then this is how she ended it. Kobe retired from the NBA. He took over dropping off and picking up our girls from school since I was at home pregnant with Bianca and just recently home nursing Capri. When Kobe was still playing, I used to show up an hour early to be the first in line to pick up Natalia and Gianna from school, and I told him he couldn't drop the ball once he took over. He was late one time, and we most definitely let him know that I was never late. So we showed up one hour and 20 minutes early after that. Right. He always knew there was room for improvement and wanted to do better. He happily did carpool and enjoyed spending time in the car with our girls. God knew they couldn't be on this earth without each other. He had to bring them home to heaven together. Babe, you take care of our Gigi. And I got Nani, Bibi, and Coco. We're still the best team. We love and miss you, Boo Boo and Gigi. May you both rest in peace and have fun in heaven until we meet again one day. We love you both and miss you forever and always. Mommy. And Michael Jordan helped her down the stage. Mm. And there was a lot of That's, celebrities in there. Of oh, yeah it, yeah. it was packed out. I ain't even finna name all them motherfuckers. 
But um, it was the main because you got to think about. It. I mean, it's, uh, I mean NBA was, like NBA yeah. players. Right now, one person I didn't see in there was Allen Iverson. It and if they showed him, him then probably, I missed it. But he probably wouldn't. He probably put. I ain't see him. He probably couldn't even make it, bro. You saw. I mean, we saw how emotional he was with 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 D Wade, like after the tribute for the uh, uh, NBA All Star game. Shit, he he. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, if he wasn't there, that's probably why. I can guarantee he probably wouldn't be able to make it. I mean, that. I figured that, but still, it's just like I I didn't see his face, and it was just like Carmelo Anthony neither. I didn't see him either. No. It's a lot of people. Carmelo I didn't Anthony, see. Carmelo Anthony couldn't even play the game against L.A. right after he passed. They said he took like some personal time, and they was like, "That's you know." I think the announcer was like, "Yeah, like that's." Shit, that's that's a close, right. right. That's that's more than fine. You know that's what I'm saying? He's right, he's yeah. grieving. That's perfectly fine. Well, the other news that I had to tell about Vanessa um, was that she's filed a wrongful death lawsuit against yep. the pilots, the pilots, <laughs> the pilot because she said he was reckless. Um, I was, when that when that first the ignorance in me, I was like, I was like, how's she gonna sue the pilot? He dead. No, it's the company. I know, but that that was when my when my coworker told me that that was my first initial thought. But then I was like, I'm sure he. That was just like again. That was just my ignorant comment. But I pretty I knew it was going to be the company. But yeah, because they were saying like the pilot was going 180 miles per hour, and they were saying that you're not supposed to to even fly in that type of weather. Period. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that there were other things that they looked into for this. Um, I heard somebody say I don't know if I heard it on another on another podcast or some, but somebody said like just given their like reason of why they probably still flew was like, do you really think you want to tell or, or or tell somebody like Kobe that you can't fly right now? Like, do you really think you like you know like you wouldn't you thought you want to go out of your way with your professionalism and like you know impress him or whatever? I'm like, damn that Kobe right. is the type of man that he understands. Kobe was. Think about what Tell that to the captain said. Of, yeah. He was literally just texting him about helping someone. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put myself or these people at risk. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's true. Like, no. So, Kobe would have been like, that's fine. We're late. It's okay. They'll understand. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I do believe Kobe would have did that. Yeah. Oh, my. No, so, anyways. um, <laughs> no, So, the suit also says that um, they are asking for damages for pre-impact terror damages, and this is from TMZ, of course, Mm -hmm. for the emotional trauma Kobe and Gigi suffered as the pilot struggled to get out of the clouds before the crash. Mm -hmm. And it also says that um, the pilot was disciplined in 2015 for violating the visual flight rule. Wow. Flying into an airspace of reduced visibility. So this nigga done done wow. this shit before, and he was gonna put these people's lives at risk wow. because he thinks he can handle shit like this. So no, bitch, I don't know, but you know that is course, insane. I did not know that. Child, well now you do. So listen, no, fuck that. All that that is stuff, fucking crazy. Know. So this nigga has already done some shit like this. This ain't his first rodeo. Get the fuck out of here! Oh yeah, sis. Yeah, get get all of that. Get yep. Get every penny. I they that whole flight company, whoever they are, should be closed down. Run the whole company. I want it all. Are you shitting me? This nigga has done this shit before. 
Wow. So the suit seeks damages for loss of love, affection, care, society service, comfort, support, and right to support, companionship, solace, and moral support, and expectations of future support and counseling. The suit also seeks money for loss of financial support and for burial and funeral expenses. Now, they also mentioned the other families in there because they were saying, like, you put them at risk as well. So it's just not like it's Kobe, but it's just like, you know. Yeah, that company is gone. That company is gone. Yeah, man, fuck <clears throat> that shit, bitch. You out of here. Yeah, that company is done, though. Ooh, child. Now, we haven't been on them topics for a minute, but. But I mean, they main topics. I, I get it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, I gotta take a breather. So, anyways, and news you ain't have to hear because you really did not have to hear this shit. You really didn't. But um, Hillary Duff, you know, we really don't talk Caucasian news that much. Shout out to uh, the Caucasian correspondent. Shout out, Liz. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all. You know what I mean? The listeners that we have. Um, but today we have Hillary Duff, and basically there was. There was a guy. Well, she. Let's start over. Hillary Duff. She was um, at her child's soccer game, and she happened to notice some random guy, black guy, creepy looking guy, um, taking pictures. Whole photographer set. You know what I'm saying? Like big ass camera around his neck, taking pictures of the children playing soccer. Um, she confronts him in that, I guess. You know, I mean, I would feel a little concerned, too, if I'm a parent. You know what I mean? Like, who is this guy with a big-ass camera, professional-ass camera, taking pictures? He's clearly not a, a photographer. I mean, it's not like you're a photographer for the sports team. These are fucking kids, like literally toddlers. So we know you're not here for that. Who the fuck are you? Because right now you're like a creep. Right. Like, let's be honest. You like a perv right now because we don't know what you're going to do with these pictures, take them home. We don't know. You know what I mean? So what? who the fuck are you? What are you doing here? Do you have a child here? What, what the fuck is going on? So here's what she said when she confronted dude. Hey, who, who are you here with? Who are you here with? With you? Yes. Do you know any of the people on the team? No. Oh, can you stop taking pictures of the kids, please? It's legal. It's, it's making it's, me feel really uncomfortable. Well, you shouldn't feel uncomfortable. Do you want me to show you ID? I'm not asking for your ID. I'm asking you to stop taking pictures of our seven-year-old children if you don't know anyone that's here. But it's legal. I'm asking you, human to human, as a mother, if you don't know anyone here, can you please stop taking pictures of our children playing football this morning? But I'm just telling you, it's not illegal. That's okay that you're well, saying it's... I'm, I'm, Taking pictures, I'm practicing photography. And Can I'm you practice to, it on another? On I'm another? I'm not here to scare you or anything like that. But, but you, you are, are right. Your paranoia is unwarranted. That's what I'm telling you. No, it's just an uncomfortability factor that these are seven-year-old children and you don't have a child here. What's that got to do with anything? Well, there are children, and we would like to protect them. So if you could take pictures well, and practice you your photography somewhere taking else. Taking pictures of them. Not, okay, then people? I will just post this to my 15 million followers on Instagram and let people know how creepy it is that this is what you're choosing to do on your Saturday morning and make all who? of our... Creepy to who? All of these parents with these no, kids. you're making it creepy because you're the one... So, um, so basically he says... Uh, I'm sorry, Hillary Duff posted that on her uh, Instagram and she said paparazzi shooting kids. I don't necessarily feel like it was... I don't know if I could say it was paparazzi. 
I don't that think ain't no damn paparazzi because if you were paparazzi, you'd have led with that. You would have said that, right? You, you wouldn't have said I'm practicing photography. That's some creepy ass shit. It, as fuck. Even practicing photography, it's just like why kids? Why kids? Like, come on, nigga. Man, when I was when I was learning photography, when I was really like trying to practice, I was going to parks. Fucking down. I was right. I was going to parks, and when I was taking pictures of people, I was asking them, "Hey, you mind taking? I, I take you know, like like let's say Old Fourth Ward Park." They have a, uh, you know, it's it's been gentrified, so they have like a skate park and shit out there too, shit for kids. Well, not for kids, but for like you know, like teenagers and shit. So I before I was out there shooting, I'm like, yo, y'all mind if I take some shots of y'all like just skating and shit? No, like, no, man, it's cool, bro. So I'm out there just shooting them. I'm asking them whatever. You don't just go out there with no fucking seven year old, six seven year old kids playing so- 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 soccer and football. I'm mixing it up, football or soccer, and. Just shooting pictures. That's 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 fucking. That's 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 that's. It looks creepy. And honestly, he looks. He looks. If y'all see a picture of him, if y'all see what it looks like, he looks like a creepy ass dude. But my thing is this: with all this kid snatching and shit like right. that, you got to be. You out could your be rabbit ass mind. You could be taking pictures. Some shit like that. He could be setting up a menu right now for some niggas. Child, exactly. That's exactly what you're doing, and you coming out there. And niggas is picking out the ones they want with I want that one. Ass. I want that and one. And I hate he black. Right. That's I what pissed me off. That's what pissed me off the most. I'm like, nigga, damn. Shit. <laughs> 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 that damn, you had a lot of hate in that shit. For real. Like, you got to be, damn. <laughs> wow, uh, man. No, seriously, though. It's not funny. That like, not. Easy. Like, yeah, it is. Like, what the fuck? It was a nigga like that when I was younger. You used to walk by and watch me and my sister jump on the trampoline. Mm-mm. Yes. And we'd be like, hey, Kim. Uh-uh. And he was 62. Oh, hell no. And I'm no. fucking nine. What's wrong now, what with niggas, bro? What is wrong with niggas? Oh, niggas been hollering at me since I was little. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that's for real. No, like, I'm not laughing at that. You said, you said old niggas. No, I ain't laughing at that. I'm laughing at the fact that old niggas been hollering at me since I was nine, saying like they still hollering at you now. They do. What I'm, that's what I'm shit. laughing at. The fact that they no, hollering at you now. Poppers. But who, Father God? Still, like women, I know men face a lot of shit too, and they face shit that we would probably never know about because of what they have to like, you know. But nah, say man. Realistically, it, but I just feel like niggas is crazy. But I eat, I'm watching this show now. It's like I Am a Killer on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it basically just follows or talks about people. Or it, well, not follows. It shows person who's in prison for murdering someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're kind of given their side. And then you are to decide if they are guilty or not. Because they kind of give their side. Then they talk to the prosecution Mm-hmm. And they give the prosecution side, and then they go back and forth with, and you know they give new evidence sometimes. So all that to say, there was this lady. She had her episode, and I think the intro, um, uh, uh, not credits, but yeah, in in, in intro stat or whatever. It was like there's like eighty thousand every year. There's like eighty thousand people who are um, committed, uh, put in jail for murder or whatever, mm-hmm. and. I think it says like less than ten percent of that is women. Wow. Wow. Right. When I saw that, I was like, "Oh." Not you know. Not you spelled that shit out. That shit, but that that's crazy. Right. You spelled that shit out clear and simple for me. Niggas is <laughs> ignorant. But um, moving right along, um, Diddy. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't. 
Um, so Diddy is bringing back Making the Band. Hey. MTV's Making the Band is now relaunching um, with casting auditions for this new season. Here's the whole industry icon Sean Diddy Combs wants you. Okay. He and his star-making team are looking for the best undiscovered talent for the epic return of Making the Band. Okay. Step up and show Diddy what you got. Making the Band casting is coming soon to cities near you. Okay. Go to MTV.com for more details. So. He's, he's going to make some more music. He's trying to make some more money. Shit. Diddy say, look, I'm trying to run it up. I, at the end of the day, this is a competition. Ho, okay. I fuck with you, but listen, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be in this number one position when it comes down to who was the top. <laughs> top every year, period. So, um, but yeah, like I said, Making the Band is coming back. They got auditions running. And I believe Diddy, I'm going to play a clip next, but um, this is not going to be rappers. This is going to be, he's looking for singers. So if you sing, you think you got what it takes, pull the up. The rapping one was the best. Oh, period. Of <laughs> course. But, you know. To be honest, they didn't make it. I mean, I, li- I still listen to the to the band album. That shit fired to me. I, they got hits. But... <laughs> for real? Oh, you have to listen to it. That's on ride. Um, but I mean, I'm, I it's basically nostalgia for me because I was listening to them make those songs while the show was on. Right. So I knew half the damn words and verses and shit by the time the actual album came out. <laughs> and I bought the album at, <laughs> at the store. Walmart clean version had to. Oh wow! Was forced, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so you don't know what they talking about, <laughs> bro. I gonna lie to you. I, I tell my wife all the time. There's a lot of shit that I listen to and watch as movies now as an adult that I'm like, oh shit, that's what they said. Yeah, that's what that was. Like, so what? as an adult, when I heard that album, as of course like on Apple Music, the dirty version as as we said back in the day, yeah. I was like, oh. Oh, that's that's what he said in that part. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Listen to some real truth. Because you know, back at back in the day, they used to put that shit in reverse. They used to put the cuss words in reverse. Yeah. Mother- oh, that shit. That's all I knew. I didn't know. I didn't know what the actual <laughs> word was. Noise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but anyway, casting auditions um is going to start in the A. Um, so, uh, February 28th through the 29th, um, it's coming up shortly, four days, y'all better get ready, get your vocal cords prepped, drink your, uh, hot lemon tea, um, <laughs> right, don't read me if I so, um, get that in, um, like I said, February 28th through the 29th, he's gonna be in the A, Houston, um, he's gonna be there, uh, March 7th through the 8th, um, so these are only two days, two days shawties he's gonna be in these cities, Charlotte, um, March 13th through the 14th. And then New York, not specific, he just says New York. Um, March 21st and 22nd. So, we gonna see what that's gonna be like. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, if any, if we have any people, any listeners, or uh, if y'all know some people that is gonna be on there, let us know. I might wanna check that out. Right, cause, let us, let us know, cause I'm gonna wanna see y'all. You know what I mean? Um, but here's what Diddy had to say on the matter. Um, where here he is. Check this out. Before I go on, I made a very, very important decision for making the band. You know, the show is coming back. We have our first auditions <laughs> in Atlanta next weekend. 
okay? I'm going to be watching and judging from my bed at home. I'm sending the Combs cartel down there. But for clarity, I'm looking for singers. Singers. It's time we bring R&B back. Male and female singers. You could be any race, creed, color, sexuality. But you have to be able to sing. I'm you have to be able that. to dance. I'm looking for um, super future superstars. You think so? So, um. You know, all the next generation of superstars, I want y'all to be clear. I'm looking for some R&B pop singers so we can make the biggest band in the world. Think and sync 112, Destiny's Child, Fifth Harmony, The Supremes, The Temptations, um, 112, I said 112, Day 26, um, New edition, BBD, um, In Vogue, TLC, superstars, superstars. So if you can sing, make sure that you send us your auditions socially, or you can catch us. North Carolina, my man, the baby, is um, going to be a judge of that. Um, Houston, all right. Notice he didn't say, he didn't mention the band or Danny DeCane in his list of people. A list of groups. Mm-hmm. I just noticed that because those are two people. Too. He didn't list those groups that he brought put together as groups that are superstars or people that are, I guess, even even. I can't even think of how I want to phrase it, but I guess not even notable noticeable to him. Mm-hmm. Like he he like he can't even like acknowledge them as a group even like to amongst the people that he named right and he even you i mean so i don't know i guess i can well, i guess who, all day had a lot of bad stuff to say i guess whose fault is that i mean i'm just saying this so he's saying i don't fuck with you no i i know i know but i'm saying like if you're you can only i guess fault yourself yeah because i mean you put the band those bands those groups together but I don't know. I just found that funny when I w- originally watched the video. I'm like, oh, he didn't, he didn't name them. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's petty. Cause I, you know, you know, people read through that shit. So I'm pretty right. sure it's gonna be sometime next week or this week. Maybe not. Maybe that's just the petty mind that I have. But I was just thinking that one of them niggas, or like you said, Aubrey O'Day. She's always had so much to say. Aubrey was good. Sure, she's probably gonna come out and say, oh, he didn't name us, or you know what I'm saying, like just mm-hmm. shit like that. But whatever. Um. Moving right along, Birdman was on, um, uh, 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 what's the people call? Everyday Struggle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had a few things to say about just a, just different topics. We're just going to go through I that. saw, I saw Lil Wayne with him. Yeah. Well, first, before well, we, before that, we but... get into Wayne, we'll just go into what he said with, uh, about Ross. Mm-hmm. It was commented about the situation about you and your son, and he never really ever gave any definitive opinion on either side, because he said, definitive opinion on either side, because he said, they gonna end up back be mad cool, and everybody who took a side, y'all gonna look hella weird. One of the notable people were Ross, mm-hmm. and, you know, for better or for worse, you know, he engaged even making a song about you and everything. You and Wayne, y'all look cool now. Is there some way you could be like, you know what? I know you was trying to you were trying to speak up on behalf of him. I could forgive, and we could be, you know, whatever. Well, I really don't know, bro. Till I see this man, I haven't seen this man, and I don't put no energy into that. 
Not at all, bro. Not a thought process, no nothing. I'm trying to get a billion more billions of dollars in this shit. I ain't ever put no energy yeah, to know, the next paper. I hear that shit and I keep it moving, but when we do see each other, we'll see how that turn out. He said, pull up. I remember you were like, you on the interview, I can't remember. They also talked about um, Damn, shut up. They also talked about um he mentioned I guess just the the the, the different eras that Birdman has seen. You know, Birdman is definitely well, well in his fifties, probably. I don't know, but he old. Maybe sixties. He's up there. He's no damn sixty. He probably That man is not no damn sixty. I don't feel like looking. I don't even get that much energy. He's probably at least mid, mid fifties. You so head and I look it up. But regardless, um, <laughs> I'm gonna feel real bad if he ain't fifty years old. He gotta be though. But anyway, um, fifty one. Fifty one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, nigga, he's in his sixties. <laughs> the fuck? Go ahead. Okay, my bad. All right, so um, so you know, <laughs> I really played that man. Okay, no, so you know, Birdman has he's he's fifty one, so he's seen different levels of the of of the music business. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so you know, he he's seen it. So you know, I guess he he was asked like, you know, kind of explain the difference or whatever. Or does he feel like back then it you know they make more money back then as opposed to now? You know what I mean? So this is what he had to say in the matter. Interview. I can't remember who interview was, but you showed a hundred million dollar check or something. It was maybe more than that. And I was like, that's a ridiculous amount of money. Is the money then when CDs were more prevalent? No, it's more money now. It's more money now. It's more money now, ever. I be hearing niggas talking about there ain't no money in the music business. You know why you saying that? Because you ain't in the motherfucking music business. Mm -hmm. There's more money in the music business now than it ever been. We was getting hard money back then. It's easy money now. Yeah, it ain't as hard. So even with mm-hmm. like people seeing like you'll you'll go to the store. Yeah. yeah. A successful first week is like a hundred thousand now, but like back then, and everybody go platinum. Like, is it still right. more now? Sales wise, it don't look as prettier. You know, cause it's streaming now. You know, mm-hmm. niggas was knocking off two, three hundred. How about it? You gotta go to the store and buy right. a CD. Mm-hmm. The money wise, I think it's more plentiful now. There's so many different ways streaming niggas eating. There's no reason to be complaining about no money in the music business. Everybody getting money. I remember you were like... But that, that's real. Like, you you have to think about it like that. Like... I mean, it is. We were saying that. But... Like... That, but Back then, you had to really get on your feet and grind. But think about it, though. That... Yeah, in that aspect. I'm thinking about it from the fan aspect. That means you really supported somebody. If you took your ass up and went to a store... To purchase their CD or probably wait in line, depending on who the artist was, to buy their CD. Yeah, because I know I went and bought, uh, I went to Montgomery, Sam Goody. Sa- Ooh, Sam Goody. And bought, yes, um, ma'am. Lil Wayne, Carter Three. I know I, I was a part of your success. <laughs> your platinum in the first week. You almost feel like, damn, like, you, like the, the CD was almost like, yeah, like you felt like, damn, bro, I really supported you. It's I different when you, it's different from when you just listen to the song. Well, yeah, you're giving them some streams, like, but whatever. But when you actually go out to the store, wait, spend your gas, you spending more than just $13.99 yeah. or $15.99. You spending your gas, Hard your time, money. right. 
Yo, gas to go to the goddamn store to buy this damn CD. To listen to it on the way back home. I'm telling you. But, I mean, so I really think that when he said that, it kind of just brought that to my memory. Like, shit, that, that, that really showed like how loyal and how much of a fan you actually were then, too, at that time. It had to be. But, um, but yeah, it makes sense for there to be more money now because, again, streaming. Like, niggas can listen to music over and over and over again just, you know, anywhere. You don't, you know, niggas ain't kidding around no CD player nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We got this shit. And so it's it's there forever. Um, He also had to speak on um your husband. Right. Weezy F Baby. Please say the baby. Here's what he said. Yo, I seen like pictures of y'all at the funeral uh, release party. Yeah. Y'all look tighter and closer than ever. Explain that to us because yeah, really, we, we didn't really fucked up Honestly, on that. Honestly, we happy as a motherfucker, man. We came up, man. We came up for real. We, me and him were talking at the, he was at the All-Star game and I watched him perform and I called him right after. He was like, I couldn't have done it without you. That's my son, like, that's why I could never say nothing negative about him, no matter what. Was there a point, though, that it got a little weird? Like, where it was like, fucking right, it got weird. <laughs> just a lot of shit. It got weird for a few years, you know, just going through that situation and absorbing all that shit and listening what other bitch-ass niggas had to say about exactly. something. Yeah, nothing yeah, about. Yeah, so, um, right. yeah, it got weird. Just but me and him stayed cool through it all. So um, once we put that shit behind us, that shit totally behind us. I, I gave him whatever like he wanted. Right now, I'm just happy that he's still doing his thing and we communicating and we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep running the numbers up. Relationship. Say that again, because I, I don't know the people didn't hear you out with that. I just said, I just feel like that's just, just, it lets you know that Wayne is really a good person just to let you back in. Because it's just, I'm sure he's, you know, protecting his finances now. You know what I'm saying? More than he did when he was younger. Which, you know, we talked about how he explained that when he did the interview with Noriega. Right. But, whew, good to see him back on good terms. Right. Because that is his family. Right. That's his no matter how you flip it. That's his son. So, you know. But anyway. Moving right on along, guys. Um, what you got on Diddy and Lauren London? So Lauren London and London. Diddy have made I shouldn't have said it like that. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said it in that way. Because I, I, I remember why this is news. I shouldn't have said it that way. My bad. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean it to be disrespectful. If that sounded that way. Well, um, they made headlines on some type of news webpage, um, which is just some real true gossip. You know, like the magazines you see right before you check out? Mm-hmm. That's what this website was. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Like UFO spotted it. Was it, MT- was it MTL News? Something like that. Because I think, yeah, that's Media Takeout. Media Takeout used to be like, you mean to take out used to be like the shade room, honestly. Like it did, but then they just started doing like fake shit. Yeah. So now that's what I'm saying. This was just now you are the the <laughs> shit, the spam. The sundial. For real. <laughs> so, anyways, um, it said Diddy is reportedly dating Nipsey Hussle's widow, Lauren London. All because he posted a picture and it said, Y'all really made Diddy delete this picture of Lauren. Oh my gosh, that's what another viewer said. But he said Lost Files, Lauren London, and put the blue heart. These the photos. Wow. Now, if you that look has, at the photos, that, it's just her and Diddy at an event. She would put dressed up, and they just look nice together. Like he would put a blue heart there 
a blue heart for Nipsey. But I guess they're speaking of this photo where it looks like he checking her out or whatever. Uh, but you know, can, it, see? can I zoom in on yeah. this? Oh yeah. I mean, I don't think nothing of that. But at the same time, maybe it's probably a little inappropriate, all because of what it's facing. And I mean, she's gorgeous. But you know, <laughs> sticky situation. Still, I don't feel. Maybe you should have just posted the first one. You know what I'm saying? Like right, the first right, one is just. Right. That, modest, not really saying anything. That was good enough. Shows a true friendship. Y'all, we're going to post these photos on the um, webpage. We sure really are. But, um, anyways, let me get back to it. I fucking lost it. So, Lauren then said, stop fucking playing with me in my name. Now, let me get back to healing. And she said, I'm all love and peace, but never forget I'm a woman in grief and I don't play about nip. My family, my character, and my code. About to drink a green juice to start the day through. Exactly. And it's just like, yeah, y'all gotta let shit go, man. Like, well, like, why? Well, I know why. You want you want people to get back to your sorry ass page because nobody's paying attention to y'all no more. Everybody else done took over, so nobody paying attention to me to take out no more. So you gotta pull some shit out y'all ass. Offer some pictures. I again, Diddy could have just posted one, right? But the fact that he posted two, niggas just want to run off with it. So I kind of, I kind of fault both. I kind of fault Diddy as well, but in the same breath, niggas ain't have to go out and and be all od and extra with it. Because I when I, I didn't know what was going on. I got on Twitter and I saw Lauren London trending. I ain't know what it was gonna be. Then I saw Diddy trending. I ain't know what it was. It was separate. So I looked it on there, and they was talking about they were dating. I said, I ain't know what in the hell they dating. I ain't, I ain't, right. but when I was read that, I, I didn't believe that at, off rip. You know what I mean? So I'm mm. like, shut the fuck up. Like, I didn't believe it. So I knew it was going to be some bullshit. So they tried it. Well, They anyways, failed. Speaking of failing, um, this happened at a show. So Young M.A., Said she, she, she with it. What's popping? What's good? Look at what happened. What's good? Somebody said something wrong in the crowd. Look at her. Oh. Oh. Oh, shit. I mean, that's low key. I mean, that's low key. Just, I mean, I'm wondering what happened. Did I mean, if, if anything happened to him, he can definitely sue. He damn so could. So, let's let that be Somebody out there. Said she gonna get the strap. Boom <laughs> <laughs> boom. That was funny. So, anyways, Cardi had to, um, oh, and speaking of Young M.A., I forgot to mention this about her. She was just saying how music doesn't really feel the same because we barely have R&B. R&B brought that balance to music. Now everything is leaning one way, shaking my head. So, it gets played out quick. We need R&B for the balance. No cap. What you think cap. on that? We do need R&B, bruh. Like, that, and, but that's what Diddy doing. Well, that's what he's trying to do. 
Because, I mean, that's what he ended up saying. Like, Create your own shit. Right. Get it going again. He feel like R&B is just... It ain't the same. It's real slow. It's not. You know what I mean? Like, nobody's really doing anything I'm right saying. now, for real. Like, not like real R&B. All the R&B now, like, niggas just trying to rap. All the R&B, all the, all the singing niggas want to rap now. Dumb. So, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the, the niggas who... Like, yeah, it's... There, there's nobody, and then like the people who can sing, they either like singing on rap beats or pop beats or they are. It's like they're like hip hop, hip hop, right? Like Mary J had that balance of hip hop mixed with like R and B, right? So she gave you that feel and made you want to shake your ass. And then Mary, feel. and then Mary can still sing you on know, the, on exactly. that shit. That's the, my last. Sing. You still knew that bitch could sing, right? So it's just like. Mm-mm. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But. So yeah, so yeah, we I I 100% agree. We I definitely agree need some 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 R&B. I don't know what need to happen. I'm finna cut my own album. <laughs> look, I I was about to say, look, I keep playing with these people on this karaoke night. So I'm about to come back out and be for real. Let y'all know what's up. Cuz shit. So speaking of knowing what's up, Cardi said, "What's up, bitch?" She because... she put up on somebody else. Yeah, so <laughs> somebody on her page commented, I guess I don't know how Cardi found this. I don't know exactly what happened, like for her to get to this. But somebody posted "culture not the cutest." So, oh no, they did not yes. say that. And so Cardi said, "My daughter is very much the cutest bitch. So sit down with your overgrown guns. That's a fake tweak, dumb bitch. Play with your mother or in traffic. Don't play with mine." So then the girl said, "It's called an opinion." And so Cardi says, okay, and this a fact, bitch, you is trash. <laughs> you lucky I'm a changed woman and I would have violated your kids so bad you would hate your baby father for making them. Don't try my kid. So then she posted this picture and said, bitch, who ain't cute? And look, hey, oh, wow, that's so cute. She's adorable. Like, I, like why, why would you even say that bullshit? <laughs> Which means she's so not cute. the cutest. Now, listen, I ain't going to lie to you now. Hey, I... I, I, I I ain't what? the first to just say all the babies is cute, but still, culture is cute for me. She's adorable. She's very adorable, but you know, I do know that you ain't supposed to fuck with people's kids, so right. you always supposed to leave people's kids out of shit. Right. So anyways, um, this lady has her pussy and shit. <laughs> What's my dude talking about? <laughs> so, I don't know what gave Mother Badu this, this um, idea, but she wanted to come out with her own incense. Uh, her own incense. We'll say that. And we know the type of person that Mother Badu is. She's very one with um, one with the nature, one with knowing yourself, self identity. Um, so you know that that comes with a lot of incense burning. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of marijuana burning, a lot of incense burning, um, sage burning, a lot of burning. In general, but um, what she wanted to do with her brand of incense is do you know the scent of all the scents that you can choose for um, your incense line to be, I guess, to smell like? She decided to have it smell as her vagina, mm-hmm. it's called Badu Pussy. Um, she announced that like maybe a week or so ago, perhaps. Well, it went, you know, it actually went out on her website. Shit sold out in like eight, I think in like eight or 11 minutes, some crazy shit. Like eight minutes, I mean like 11 minutes, some crazy shit. She just wanted to smell it. (laughs) 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 She said she wanted to sniff it. 
Bruh, when I saw that that shit sold out so goddamn fast, I mean, I ain't gonna hold you. Again, I probably would have bought one if I remembered it just to see. Just to see. Like, I wouldn't have bought it. I'd have went to the store and probably sprayed it. That, it, it, this probably one of them things that only come a certain way on, online. That shit ain't gonna be in no damn store. Well, hey, when you get yours, let me smell it. I ain't gonna get that shit. It's too late now. Whoo. <laughs> I don't want to see what, what you know, what the like, what the hell, like, I, what would that smell? I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't smell like that for real. I'm pretty sure it's just like something you just named that and it smell like strawberries or some shit, and you know that's just what it's gonna be. What the hell? Oh, I'm tripping. Well, I, she said. I feel like one of them lights got hella bright. <laughs> just saw something else. I'm shit. Never mind. What's over there running? <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Okay, so um, she she ended up tweeting. Um, well, her her Twitter her Twitter account for her company is called Badu World Market. They posted a picture, I guess, of the um, graphic for the incense, and they posted "Ain't no more pussy." Hashtag sold out, <laughs> and she retweeted that. When I say she, I'm talking about Mother Eric Badu. And she says, fastest, not fastest, fastest selling pussy in the South. So, yeah, niggas made it possible. They sold out that fast. I'm talking about within minutes. Probably record breaking almost, if I, if I might say. But I don't know. Who am I to judge? I don't know any other people that have come out with a line of incest by their own pussy. So. Well, here's your, well, Gwyneth Paltrow. If one of y'all got it, let me know. They said Gwyneth Paltrow did it one time, and she actually tweeted about that. For but, real? Yeah, but I look like you deleted the thing, so something worked. Oh, damn. Well. But anyways, she had said something on that. I think it's on the Hollywood Unlocked. Let me just show you what it said. Over there. Hmm? Don't worry about it. Okay. So anyways, you done with her? Yeah, surely is. So, Whitney Houston is back up in the news, and she apparently has a hologram that is coming out, and it's a tour that's set to debut in the fall of this year. And this is the hologram. Oh, no. That looked horrible. I got want to sing, but I'm disgusted at, at yeah. At, this shit looks so bad. Wait, that y'all, if y'all could see this goddamn video, if y'all ever, if y'all ever been to Disney World and seen It's a Small World after all, or better yet, if y'all ever went to like Disney and y'all went to like that um that Presidents, it's like that. Like a president's hall, it's pretty much a whole show that's like every president is in there basically, and them like their animatronics and they moving that they look that looks just like what I just saw. That they ought to be a goddamn shame that they disrespected Whitney Houston like that. Who approved that? Child, I don't know. I know like Sissy couldn't have seen that. I know. Well, Sissy wouldn't. Sissy would have been the first to approve that before Bobby. Uh, it don't matter anyway. I'm I, no dog. That shit does matter. How would you let something? What? How? 
Who approved that? That's what I want to know. How can you say that that was okay? And if the family didn't okay that, if they saw that shit, I'm sure a lawsuit is coming. Hey, well, we won't know until it happens. That's what I'm saying. This is a story that it has to uncover. Um, Moving on to all shit this again. Wait, before we go into that, what? I'm doing a quick audible before my phone dies. So, like we said, there was... um. We know Pop Smoke, unfortunately, was murdered. Um, and I and y'all know I like Blueface, but sometimes he does just he could just shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. A lot of times he doesn't have to speak on certain things. <coughs> mm-hmm. So after passing, after uh, Pop Smoke's passing, he posted this on his in, his uh, I can't I always forget what to call this shit. His Insta story. Because we want to say a snap, but it's not a snap. It's not. He said, <laughs> he said, people think Cali and LA is beautiful, sunny palm trees. Niggas die here every single day. I recommend any artist coming this way to get in touch uh, with the right natives just to keep you up to, uh, up to speed soon as you relax and think it's cool this way, that's way. I'm sorry. It's cool this way, that's when they strike. Um, then he said, next one, he said, R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Then he said, a young, immature, dumb nigga might take what I said as checking in. Um, and if you do, tap in with a nigga who shows any signs of power or misconception because you hit him when you land, then that is the wrong native. I'd be having to talk like these niggas because I'd be having to be careful because these niggas don't be like proofreading what they, what they read. So I'd be trying to talk just like these niggas. Well, you know, I did forget to say that Diddy deleted his post after the backlash. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. But so on that, somebody that um, a New York rapper called Loki Shmula, um, he pretty much, I guess he's a crip as well. He didn't pretty, he didn't uh, like what Blueface had to say. So this is what he had to say. Chitty chitty bang bang, nigga, niggas no get straight on the set. Yo, blue face, yo, cuz, check it, listen here, lo. Why every time something happened on one of the rips, you got something to say, cuz? You always, like, negative with the shit. Like, you don't never just say heart to heart to the homeboys or I send my respects. You always gotta say some slick shit, cuz. Like, I can tell nobody never punched me in your mouth for the shit you be talking about. Cause niggas on my side that bang this shit, nigga, get straight, nigga. August 23rd, nigga, we go out with each other for saying shit that you be saying. So I know none of your homies ain't G-checking you. Like, you come to New York, bro, you owe apology to the Rips, nigga. That's a fact, nigga. You owe apology to everybody that claimed Crip on the East Coast, man. Get straight or get left, nigga. Old 23rd, nigga. On the set. Uh-huh. On everything, on the set. But anyway. Uh, yeah. You know niggas these days mean that shit, so. Hey, watch out. You better be careful. Okay, for real. Uh-huh. Moving on. But no, I'm sorry. Oh, you guys know? Yeah, Blueface, he um, you know, come back. He said, my real point is L.A. is fake. And if you're not from here, you open to more risk. Every place has its own way that the jungle operates. And if you're a lion, you will never survive in the ocean without knowing any fish. You know, that's kind of that's kind of a scripture. Uh, just give it the next artist some game. Tired of watching kings get killed by pawns. Got a that was kind of some game right there. That, that, that jungle lion swimming fish kind of makes sense. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, y'all. Better animals or right. Okay, move right along. Though. I'm sorry. I got what you're saying. Um, and I'll shit this again. 
Cause you uh you know, be like I said, nigga, you got the this head. is all shit this again. Oh <laughs> shit, this again. <laughs> What's popping up with Adrian Borona? This nigga stay in trouble. So basically, um he was a <laughs> he got arrested while he was at the Wilder versus Fury weigh in. Cause you know that went on. Did you mm-hmm. did you hear about that? Mm-mm. The boxing? Match. Mm, I didn't. I know about the boxing match, but okay, that's what I was talking about. That's why. Did you hear about it? Did you see clips from it? Yes, oh. I watched it. I oh, you watched it. it? Yeah. Oh, you watched it live. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord. So when did he really start getting fucked up? At what point? I don't know. I was in that oh. evening playing spades. Hell. <laughs> so um, like I said, Adrian Brown got arrested um during that time, um. So basically. He was asked to leave, mm-hmm. but he ignored them because you know how he is. He's very hot-headed, and he's, he's AB. I'm about billions. You're not going to tell me what to do. But, nigga, you've lost every goddamn match recently. <laughs> so <laughs> anybody can whoop your ass right now. Like, got to be confident. Maintain it. So, um, but anyway, like I said, he was asked to leave. He didn't want to go or whatever, so hotel security pretty much grabbed his ass and drug his ass the fuck on about it there. Police, um, you know, took over from there. So, yeah. He was taken to county jail, and he was processed and all that shit. Um, pretty much he was uh, cited for trespassing. Mm-hmm. Misdemeanor trespassing citation. Mm-hmm. Damn. I mean, I, I, listen, bro. Like, if they ask you to go, bro, just, just take the L. I know you a boxer. I know you still high headed. Just go to the club. You in Vegas? Just go to you know, go down the street. Go to the club. You may not have that money. I don't know. Go somewhere. Do something. But if they ask you to leave, just go. Cause you're gonna get drunk the fuck out, and that's exactly what happened. You got arrested. So you brought it upon yourself. Period. Moving right along. Um. I'm mad. Damn, my phone on one percent. I'm gonna have to use yours. Okay, go. I'm going to have to use it. <laughs> like, I'm going to need your heart. I'm going to have to hold it. Thank you. Where's your Instagram? Nigga, you still holding your phone while you were singing it. Whatever. Um, so, Boosie had some things to say, which, again, another person that, if you don't have anything decent to say, just, well, again, he, he it's his opinion. He's speaking from what he wants to speak from, from an ignorant place, although that, that's what it is to us. But he's speaking from what he thinks is the right way, which we know isn't. But here's what he had to say regarding um, Dwayne Wade parenting his daughter. I got to say something about this shit, bro. Dwayne Wade, you going too fucking far, dog. That is a male, a 12-year-old. And 12, they don't even know, they don't even know what they next meal gonna be. They don't even, they don't have shit figured out yet. He might meet a, a, a woman, anything at 16 and fall in love with her. But his dick you be gone, I ain't gonna, like, bro, that's, it's, you going too far, dog. Don't cut his dick off, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, for real, if he gonna be gay, let him be gay. But don't cut his dick off, bro. Like, don't address him as a woman, dog. He 12 years old. He don't, he's not, He's not up there yet. He he hasn't made his final decisions yet. 
Don't cut his fucking dick off, Dwayne Wade, bro. You fucking tripping, dog. You tripping, dog. You tripping, dog. Okay, so a few things. So I was showing you that background. It said judgment. So when I was watching this video originally, and I saw this purple bar back here, I said, is that, is that Planet Fitness? Mm -hmm. I'm a member of Planet Fitness. In every Planet Fitness on the wall, it says judgment-free zone. <laughs> so when I saw that, and I saw the purple bar, me knowing that every all the equipment in there is purple, I said, Boosie is in a goddamn Planet Fitness. Why is Boosie in a Planet Fitness? Like, What's wrong with a Planet Fitness? nothing is wrong with a Planet Fitness. But if you have money, everything is wrong with the Planet Fitness. Like, man, niggas, see, cheap. Like, LA Fitness has saunas and a basketball court. These niggas be loving the hoop and shit. Yo, son, like, it's just way better options, I would feel, to go. To for gym membership as opposed to Planet Fitness when you are a person of your stature. Right. Two, um, who said anything about his dick being cut off? So, some guy at work was telling me that he saw, well, he knows that, you know, he's supposed to be getting his thing cut off or whatever. And I didn't know that either, so I have no idea where the story came from. Yeah. I assume that he was just probably saying this now since I'm thinking about it, or he just agreed with this point, but still, I don't know. Child, I have no idea. When I saw this, I was just like, ooh, I'm going to wait to the podcast. I said, because I didn't know Brent was going to say it. It, 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 Nobody mentioned anything about cutting a penis off. Maybe like, there's more to it. We don't. We had nothing discovered yet. There is nothing. She literally said she wants to be addressed as a she, as a woman. Oh, she didn't say a decision. No. No one said anything about a penis being cut off. You know how niggas sometimes just start making up shit, I guess. I have no idea, Boosa Boo. So, the, the, but for me, it's like the fact of why would you, why is D-Wade tripping? Why, and why is him being a parent to his daughter or whatever he does in his household concerning you? Why do you care? Why do you have, I, I got to say something, dog. Why do you have to say something? You don't. You can literally just be quiet. You don't, you don't have to say any damn thing. You was in the goddamn gym working out. You could have just left your ass there and just sat the fuck there and just continued to work out. Yeah. First Amendment, whatever, but at the same time, what? again, you don't have to say shit. Just worry about your household, your sons, your millions of children, your millions of daughters, and be a parent to yours. And I, I, I know he's a good parent. I, I know he is. But at the same time, worry about your household. Don't worry about what D-Wade does in his household and what his family does. Um, so, me mentioning that, me showing you the whole Planet Fitness thing is what led me to this. 
And That's I go to Planet yeah. Fitness. They racist. They haters. They just put me out Planet Fitness because of what I said about Dwayne Wade's son. And they said I said a video of one of their employers was faggots or some shit. They chasing for Dwayne Wade's son, so don't go to Planet Fitness no more. Nobody. Nobody goes to Planet Fitness. They got roaches in that bitch. <laughs> so, again, they racist. They're not racist. Had you had... They say the um one of the guys that work in there, though... The manager? Yeah, he's... um. He's gay. Or he supports L. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I, I heard that too. Like that. Now, had you had just... One, I was going to say... Did this no, at your damn house? Yes. If you had just done this at home, or if you had just done this somewhere else... In your car, nobody... You know what right. I'm but then, before I even said... I didn't even want to say that. Because I, what I really want to say is, had you not done this shit at all... <laughs> Period. You still have your gym membership at Planet Fitness. Now you have to take your money somewhere else, which probably would probably deny you because, well, probably not. I'm going to say, no, nah, not all people going to deny you now. Probably not. People still care for their dollar. Exactly. So, but, um, but in the same time, you can still have your little gym membership, but you lost it now. So now, you know, that shit ain't, ain't got nothing to do with them being racist. That's your ass opening your mouth. Right. That's you. You so as as I like to always say, and I and I always have to quote, I got it from um I got it from Snoop Dogg. He shit it and landed back in it. <laughs> and that's all that happened to him. So, um but I, uh who else said something? So again, I don't know why everybody I like gotta say something this week. Young Thug has something to say. Um, he tweeted, all I want to say to D-Wade's son, again, nobody is, is everybody still being disrespectful, is God don't make mistakes, but hey, live your true self. And somebody was like, bruh, all the times that beating the support of Joseph. <laughs> Yeah, cause he always doing something. Supported your wild ass, him. right? Everybody question you and you, but anyway, you should definitely be on his her side, man. Um. Uh, but anyway, so Gabrielle Union, after all of that, she ended up posting. Um, it's not really nothing like audio to post, but actually, like a, a, a video of her getting beat down. Her face is fully beat, and she said, "Listen, I'm built for this." I see it all, and I keep high-stepping for all of us. Um, when she said all, she put it all caps. Uh, my dreams, my fight, my spirit, my work is for us all. You can fight me. You can trash me. You can stand in my way. I will keep moving forward and still cover you in love and light. So. She said what she said. And that's on that. Period, honey. Um, so, yeah, moving right along. Who's up next? Harvey Weinstein. Shut up. Oh. Mm-mm. Um. So Harvey, he was found guilty on two charges. Um, 
including criminal sexual assault and rape in the third degree. Um, jury of seven men and five women were able to finally reach a verdict in this Harvey Weinstein trial. Um, it says the former movie mogul was found guilty in two of the five criminal charges. He was found guilty of criminal sexual assault in the first degree and rape in the third degree. Um, it says the jury was able to reach a verdict on the sexual assault charge based on a testimony provided by Miriam, I'm sorry, Miriam Haley, who was a former Project Runway, uh, I said that kind of weird, Project Runway production, <coughs> production assistant. Mm -hmm. They were able to reach a verdict on the rape charge based on the testimony provided by aspiring actress Jessica Mann. It says Weinstein was taken into custody without bail against his attorney's request following the verdict. He will officially be sentenced on March 11th. He faces up to 25 years for the sexual assault conviction and 18 months. Uh, How many bills got? And 18 months to four years for the third degree rape conviction. How many bills got? Did he get like life or something? I can't remember. I don't know. Regardless, they both two disgusting men. Okay. They need to be. They need to be um <clears throat> to do their time. Because they definitely did a damn crime. Hold on with us for a while, y'all. Just bear with ten us. Years. He got ten. Yeah, child. Either. Either way, the these child. niggas nasty. These niggas nasty. Was that it? Um, um shit this again. Yeah. Moving on, right along, on. So. Moving on, all on. Of course. Next, we have no music. Mm, 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 mm. And this. It's Ricky Rose's birthday. Oh. D-Wade. He got D-Wade and Raphael Sadiq on there. And it's another man name, and I can't think of it right now. But um, it's called Season Ticket Holder. And so it's like a, it's to me, it was like a Miami vibe. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. D-Wade was just saying, like, showing love, saying thank y'all for holding me down. You know, because he's mm -hmm. from Chicago. Mm -hmm. So um, I thought it was a nice little song. Did you listen to it? Mm-hmm. How did you feel? Mm -mm. You didn't like it? Mm -mm. I thought it was cool. Man, listen. It ain't man. nothing that I'll just bump all the time because I ain't from Miami, but I, I rocked with it. I mean, I like Ross part, and I hate I couldn't save it because I like Ross. Ross part, but D-Wade, come on. I mean, I know they gave it to him because I think, you know, he, his, uh, his they hung his jersey up. Right. They retired his jersey. They hung his jersey up. So I'm pretty sure that was kind of part of it. I know he performed it as well with Rick Ross, but it's still just like, it was very Miami. It was. And I like Miami. But I'm just talking about... <laughs> and I'm, we ain't from there. So no. I'm not talking about that. I love Miami vibes. I love... I mean, the beat was fire to you me. The song. with D-Wade part. Thank you. I, I know what you're trying to say. That's I'm all it was. Collective. But I get what he... I get his whole verse. I understood it. It was just his piss... His voice. Some people... Some niggas just ain't got the voice for rapping. They just gotta find it. <laughs> yeah, his, it his voice just... His voice is just his cadence just sound is kind of weird. He sounded like a basketball player that was trying to rap. Honestly, that's he sound. That's what he sounded like. <laughs> I know it took you back to the nineties when that shit was really popular. Kobe, R.I.P. Iverson. Oh. Iverson was good, low key. Iverson, that nigga. Iverson was good, low key. Iverson, Shaq. So yeah, it was definitely rappers <laughs> who was definitely like you know trying to but, trying to trying to put some bars in. Um, anyways, after hours, the weekend. Did you hear that? Yes, ma'am. 
Did you like it? I like. I mean, it was cool. I like, I like his his the first song, the first single better than this one, but mm-hmm. I liked it. It was okay. I saved it. Well, after the first hook, I turned it. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> for me next. Um, okay. can you hear me? Or Marion featuring T Pain? Mm-hmm. Did you hear? Uh, well, listen. She made I listen told to you before. to listen to it. I didn't know it came out. Here. And so, how did you feel about it? And then I'll tell you how I felt about it. I mean, I like T Pain, so I mean. I, I, of course, I liked it. I mean, I like Omarion too. Um, they're both too. I mean, bruh, if people don't get anything about me, nostalgia is in my veins. Like anything that takes me back or whatever is always like a good feeling for me. So to like, you know, have Omarion, Omarion always brings me back to B2K and like just in that time. And T Pain takes me back to like high school, snap shit, like, you know, buy you a drink, all that shit. So it's mm-hmm. like, so both of them together, I'm like, okay. You know, I didn't know what to expect, but I liked it. It was cool. Um, it was cool. It was cool. I I, I listened to it on YouTube because that's I was getting um, our stuff together on my computer. So when I go to my Apple Music, I'm pretty sure I'll add it to a playlist. But I liked it. It was cool. For me, I thought it was a diss song. <laughs> a diss song? Yes. Omarion said, I'm the baby daddy to your boo. <laughs> See, I ain't listen to. I didn't listen. I was listen. I was kind of bopping. Then the nigga said, "Your nigga don't like me, but he respected. He feared me." <laughs> I mean, I said, "Okay, with the diss song." I mean, listen. I said, "Okay." I, I was just like, "Look at him trying to talk a little shit." I mean, Fizz ain't gonna respond. And then the funny part about it is, for me, moving on. To Pinky Ring by Neo featuring OT Genesis, as I like to call him, but Genesis. Did that come out? Yeah. Oh, nigga, I gotta, I gotta find that. Oh, listen. So I ain't know you didn't hear. I no, I heard you about that one too. No, I saw the clip, so I know what he said. But the, when I heard, when I saw the clip, I thought like, oh, this song fire. That nigga said, and then speaking my of this, is, this is like it. a diss song to me as well. Well, well not really a diss song, but he was like really talking about his his, his, his recent. You know, situation and him and his ex wife right. going through it or whatever. And so, anyways, um, he ring. said, um, she she going back to the wedding ring. She gave back the wedding ring. I turned it to a pinky ring. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, Neo. Uh, he then he talking about him being back from retirement. What else you gonna do with it? But to me, as far as a traditional Neo song, it's a stretch. And how Young and May was saying like. You know, R&B is kind of exactly. like dying right now. It was like, Neo, this was your time to take it back. You know what I'm saying? Like, bring R&B back for real. You know what I'm saying? So I felt that way about that song altogether. Because I but, was like, look at Neo trying to be hard. <laughs> but what was Neo first What was Neo first song? And I'm so sick of the songs. So I was so sick of that song playing on the radio all the time. Ugh. Then it was, Aww. and I just can't it was blow myself away. And then now you on here talking about something. I she gave back the pinky. I mean, she gave back the random ring. I turned it to a pinky ring. Nigga. But even that but song, even the song I'm saying ain't really R&B. It's, it's more not. pop. Turn the lights up in this place. And I how it went. I ain't heard that song in so long. I forgot it what it's is. called. I don't know. But anyways. An album came out, Trippy Red, um, a love letter to you okay. for the looks. But oh, the looks. Yeah, okay. it's the same, you know, and he doing the you know, doing the wave right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. 
And so the only one that I heard on there was the way featuring Russ, which I had never heard the period. So okay. to me, this is new. Everything was new. But um, I didn't <laughs> listen to it fully. I didn't either. So, yeah. But anyways, Drake back in that thing. Okay. Yeah. So. Y'all, we sharing a phone, so I really got to see. <laughs> I got to read up on what's the fuck going on. Like, what's next? So, basically, uh, Drake was uh, uh, courtside at a... I was going to say side court. Courtside at um, a Toronto game versus um, Phoenix. And, um, you know, it was kind of talking music. And it's talking, like, just Drake or whatever. Because, of course, Drake is... This, I guess, the face of Toronto. Mm-hmm. So when he's courtside, you're going to talk to him. So here's what he had to say about music. And my last album was uh, was a high volume. I I I had this like uh, I had this sort of like uh, Notorious B.I.G. put this album out, and the ratio of songs versus just important songs was so incredible that I wanted to set a challenge for myself. You know. I mean, I hate to age myself, but I've been doing this like 10 plus years as well. So sometimes you just We've gotta... been doing this for 30. <laughs> uh, You're still young. Sometimes you got to set like a little target, target, target goal for yourself just to keep it interesting. So last album, I went high volume. I did two, two sides. It was like 20 something songs, which is a lot of songs. This album, I'll probably make it a more, more realistic offering, um, something more concise. But, yeah, you know, anywhere, whatever you want. You know, it could be 10, 11 songs. So you got to just feel it. Whatever when you, you want. feel it, you'll know, right? Yeah, I also do, like, a lot of different types of music. So it's tough to make it, like, a seven-song album or I something like that, you know. Ooh, that was a shot at Kanye, bro. I just heard that. I saved this clip, but I just, I just, it just hit me. That was a shot at Ye Low Key. Because, you know, late Ye Love dropping seven-song projects. Low key, it could be a shot at anybody. It could be Pusha too, because Pusha has seven songs, I believe, seven or eight. I can't remember, but I know Kanye definitely has seven. Damn, but that's real though. Like he does do. That could be a. That he does like he does have like a. I mean, nigga, I'm just just like you and yo damn Omarion. No, no, no. I'm saying, <laughs> I, I just thought it was funny because you was like, ooh. Because it, it just, I, I listened to that clip like and maybe two I or three times before. Like, just automatically go and tweet it out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, my phone fucking dead. I keep trying to tap it to see what's next, but I can't. Well, um, tours is next. So, The weekend actually has a tour as well. Okay. Um, and it's called The After Hours Tour. And it seems to be in a lot of places. Um, Do we know? Is anybody going to be on it with him? Does it say? Sabrina Claudio and Don Tolliver. Okay. And A.A. Glaxamo. I know the first two people. Glam XO. I like, I like, uh, I like the first two people. And Sabrina got June and July covered, it looks like. Um, I'm trying to look for Atlanta. The one in Atlanta features her too, and that's gonna be on July sixteenth. Is Don Tolliver gonna be there? No, that's gonna be Sabrina. Damn. Well, I like Don Sabrina. don't start coming. Damn, Sabrina on all these bitches. Child, I don't know who on this damn tour. He probably on the, on the West Coast. I'm like, she on all the well, no. things. He know. probably bring it out. Who knows? Damn, well, Doja Cat also has a tour. Hers is called Hot Pink Tour, um, and she is in Atlanta on April sixth. Okay. That's coming up, shit. It is right around the corner. Hell yeah. So next, and that's what's up. Because that's what's up. 
Miss Blue Ivy is sitting oh. here and she is making Let me headlines, gas. child. Let me gas her. Give me give me this phone immediately. Blue <coughs> Blue Ivy, <coughs> Queen, Princess. No, we all know what we want to call her. Princess Queen, I don't know. Whatever she is, she's a royalty. She has now surpassed one million monthly listeners on Spotify. <laughs> And she has yet to release a song as right. a main artist. How can how how much That's further how much further can we stand her? That's dope as <laughs> like, hell. good God, Queen Ivy, come on, Queen come Blue. on, come on, Blue. Queen Blue, we have we have to stand. Look at her. She's so cute. Look at her. So cute to me. And the crazy shit Blue. is, she looks like both of them, especially she in this do. picture. She looks like Beyonce and Jay. But I love that red on them. That it does. Ooh, that's gorgeous. It's fierce. Me. I'm telling you. So, <clears throat> Boo Ivy also became the youngest artist, artist, artiste, to win an NAACP an award. I said an award. NAACP award. Um, her grandmother, Miss Tina Lawson, she posted this on her Instagram. She said, congratulations, Blue Ivy, on your NAACP award last night for... Uh, for songing, for songing and writing, I think she meant singing, and writing on Brown Skin Girl from the album The Gift. Um, the youngest artist to win a major award. Grandma is so proud of you. Eight years old. You are giving all the beautiful little brown girls a voice. Yes. Queen, queen, queen. We stand. Yes. We stand, we stand, we live. Yes, Blue. So, Mr. Ocho Cinco, um, he actually agreed to pay a fan's rent mm-hmm. for months in, like months in advance after she was like facing eviction. So, she basically like just added him, just like, damn, probably ain't going to read this. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no telling. But right. he saw it. She sent the letter, and he, he sent the check. Shoot your shot. I'm telling you, shit. That's shit, I'm about to shoot God. Shit, hey. I'm about to shoot goddamn mine. You just goddamn. never know, shit. Pull but, up and pull up in somebody rich down DMs like yo or tweet. Now fuck that DM. Just tweet him. Yo, listen. I I don't even listen. This is what I'm going through. I don't even need that much, bro. So you can just give me my. my. As <laughs> some of you probably saw, like on our page or whatever. Um, Russell Westbrook and James Harden posed for GQ magazine, mm-hmm. and they got most stylish duo in sports. And so this is their Outcast inspired theme cover. Yeah, that shit was fire. That shit dope as fuck. Dude, and I definitely feel so like, clean. and I definitely feel like they they won that shit. Cause they do. Them niggas be styled to the fucking team. Them niggas be pulling up to the game like they on the runway, bro. I'm like, them yo, where y'all going? Killing it. I love Russell Westbrook style, so I definitely feel like he was the Andre. In and listen, situation. and that's my thing too. And I'm gonna speak. One hundred percent. I'm gonna speak on this, bro. I feel like, and this is why I like Russell Westbrook. I feel like when that it comes, when it comes, he one, he's real as fuck. Real shit. Two, he's a awesome basketball player. He's a great hustler. Three, that nigga's fashion sense is impeccable. But the thing is, and this is where me and him relate, people. What you gonna say? Thank you, gay. No. People don't recognize his fashion. Mm. 
like for instance for me like when I wore when I wore the um that mesh shit for 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 New Year's or whatever mm-hmm. like my frat was like oh nigga what was you thinking but I'm like nigga like you niggas will never fucking understand because y'all niggas don't know fashion right. Like, niggas who really know fashion and niggas who really, like, pay attention to shit and, like, has an eye for shit. Can and put shiny can, bands. Can, exactly. Exactly. That, and that's why, I like, I be peeping, like, I be peeping, like, on, like, I don't never, like, I can't even lie to you. I don't watch as much basketball as, I ain't gonna say as I should, but as I would like to. I'm, I just now got YouTube TV, so I'm back at watching a little bit more. But but usually I get to see like what them niggas be wearing based off of like because usually it's always on shade room or whatever or somebody always end up posting about it and them niggas be clean. Mm-hmm. But I, I always see niggas be like hating on the lows like nah bro you get, you can't hate on them niggas bro them niggas be clean especially Russell bro. They do so shout out to them boys and now we want to say rest in peace. Yeah man to we lost some people. people. Bro. God damn. Um. Miss Esther Scott. Yeah, Esther Scott, man. If y'all don't know Esther Scott, she was, um, let's see. So she was in You Got Served. She was Elgin's uh, grandmother who they were living with. She was like, Elgin, Eugene Barrett, Smith the Third. I know you didn't, so I know you wouldn't understand that, but the listeners who have, they will understand that, and they're probably laughing right now because it's a memorable moment. Um... What else was she in? She was also in, um, she was in a lot of things, but the main things that I know her from, she was also in, um, what's that damn movie? Uh, Boys in the Hood. She was on Boys in the Hood when Trey was taught, was having that little flashback memory when he was talking about when he first got some pussy. Mm-hmm. And the girl who he was smashing, that was, or he was supposedly smashing, the house, you know, she was the the mama who had came back home and she was smelling pussy, pussy in the air. Yeah, she smelled sex in the air. So she ran up the stairs with a damn baseball bat, a uh, knife or some shit. That was her. Uh, but anyway, I'm sorry, I gotta use your face. Thank you. Unlock, unlock your phone, please. Oh, there we go. Um, but yeah, so she passed away. Unfortunately, I believe. Yeah, it was a heart attack. Uh, she was 66 years old. Um. But yeah, she was at her home in Santa Monica. Um, and I think they said she was reportedly uh, later found unconscious, um, taken to the hospital. And that's when she, she passed away or whatever. But yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I hate seeing people that, you know, again, nostalgia. Mm-hmm. People that, you know, we've known for a while in, in different things or whatever. Oh, here's a clip right here. Watch this. Do you understand? Stop talking. He hit me. Have you lost your mind? You don't better put your hand on any woman or tell she better stay away from Dave. I'm gonna see him. Doing what I was doing. Wait, you know what? You win, okay? So I won't see him. Okay. I thought I'm gonna give y'all. Um, but yeah, uh, classic, classic movie. If y'all haven't seen it, y'all should see it. Anywho, but yeah, R.I.P. to Miss uh, Esther Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, moving right along to, who yeah. Lord, this was this one was rough for me because people who know me know I, I love good times. I was practically anytime you need a payment, anytime you need a friend, 
Anytime you are from under, not getting hustle, not getting hustle. Keeping your head above water, making a way when you can. Temporary layoff, good time, easy credit rip off, good time. We got em. Doom, 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 doom. Good time. We had to do yeah. it for her. We had to do it for her, bro. We had to. I was like, well, we really, listen, halfway in, I'm like, wait, no, a quarter. I'm like, we gonna go all the way there? Hell yeah. And then once it. we got there, I'm like, fuck it, bro. We gotta do it for we gotta do it for Miss Janae. One so RIP to Miss Janae Dubois. Um Ramona. she well, yeah, she was with Lona on the show. Ramona, that's the <laughs> She said Ramona. She was Walona. He was close. He was rhymed. She was Walona Woods on the show. Um, she was the neighbor. Um, um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's I, my mama called my sister. Huh? My mama called my sister Ramona. For real? Just <laughs> <laughs> some random crap. <laughs> but yeah, said she, she unexpectedly passed um, in her sleep overnight. At her home in Glendale, California. Or as black folks like to say, she woke up dead. Is that, is that what we say? Hell yeah, I know my folks say when my grandmama woke up dead. Shit. I'm not trying to laugh, but my good. My grandmama woke up dead. Yeah. Shit. And then live to see another. <laughs> died before waking. Oh my shit. God. She woke up dead. That's funny, you bro. You know I'm saying it right. I love us. I love us I so much you, for coming up, with, for coming up with sayings God. like this. Like, what do we come up with shit we like this? We do shit and people take notes. Oh, anyway. my God. Okay. So, um, if y'all don't know, if y'all haven't seen the show, if y'all not really in then the know. Then you're hiding under a rock. Right. Or you just didn't have access to it. Right. Um, <laughs> Janet Jackson was her adopted daughter Penny. on the show, Penny. Um, Penny, her original mother on this show was very abusive, burned her with an iron. I'm sure y'all probably have seen that scene in, like, uh, I think Medea's, one of the Medea movies or whatever. She, like, Tyler Perry used it or whatever, like, the iron, burning with an iron scene or whatever. But, um, so yeah, so she was a horrible mother and then eventually, like, she ran off or whatever with Lona, like, practically adopted her or whatever. And so, of course, Janet Jackson... And um, Janae Dubois had a close relationship on the show because of that. So that was practically her mother on the show, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. So Janet Jackson posted a a couple of pictures of them. um, One when they were, you know, younger, I guess, on the show. And then one with them older as adults. Well, I mean, Valona was always, Janae was always an adult. But you know what I'm saying? Like, back when they were on the show and then. Then and now. Thank you. I couldn't get it out, y'all. Thank you so much. Whew. Okay, Janet. Janet. Now I'm gonna say Janae and Janet both at the same time. Okay, so Janet Jackson said, "I am so very saddened to hear my uh, longtime friend Janae Dubois has passed away. Um, I saw firsthand how she broke stereotypes and changed the landscape for Black women in entertainment. I'm grateful. In recent years, I had a chance to see her and create more lasting memories. I pray for comfort for all of her family and friends. Thank you, Janae. I will miss you." Um. And then, um, I can't, uh, 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 shit, I can't thank y'all. Bernadette Stannis, 
who played Thelma on the show, mm -hmm. um, she also uh, had a video. Rest in peace, Janae Dubois. We had so many wonderful memories on Good Times. What is your fondest memory of Janae Dubois? Well, there were many, but one was when she was writing her song, and I went over to her and I said, Janae, what are you doing? She said, I'm writing a song for Norman Lear's new show called The Jeffersons. I'm going to pitch it and see if he likes it. So she did. She pitched it. She came back with a big smile on her face, and she said, he likes it. So that was the birth of Moving On Up. How did you... Oh, you know that? Her daughter called me this morning and told me. I don't want to hear all that. But, um, yeah, I didn't know you know that. Yeah, because it, I, I didn't know that at first until I heard it. Like, just kind of growing up. I'm like, damn, that, she can, like, she, I don't know, you didn't hear Walona sing on the show for real like that? Like, sometimes she had moments when she was singing, did, sometimes. Yeah. But then when I heard, we were moving on, I'm like, damn, that's kind of sound like Walona. A little bit. And then I think I asked my uncle one time, again, just, at my, I watch a lot of these shows being just staying at my grandma's house and my Ooh, aunt, she got paid forever off of that. Right. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Them right. Um, so yeah, so I, I think I asked my uncle or whatever and I was like, is that Walona? And he was like, yeah, that's her. But yeah, so R.I.P. Ms. Janae Dubois um, sad. I mean, she was older but it's, it's still, again, it's just sad to see people pass, especially unexpectedly. It's one thing if you have you know, you've passed of old age or... Well, they are pretty old. I mean, yeah, but still unexpectedly. I don't know. Yeah, just saying, you just... <laughs> 60s and 70s. I mean, that's old. That's not old. Yeah, okay. No. 60s aren't 70s. 70, you old now. Fuck that. That's 40. <laughs> that's 40 something. I don't give a fuck. I'm about to snort. Okay, stop. You I is snort. You 70. Oh, God. I messed up my nose snorting. You messed me up. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, is there spit. more? Yes, yeah, one more. A lot of people have passed, unfortunately. Um, so, if y'all don't know Miss Katherine Johnson, she's pretty much the NASA uh, mathematician. Y'all pretty much, if if, if, right? If y'all saw Hidden Figures, mm -hmm. um, y'all would know. You know what I mean? She did an amazing job. Exactly. Um, but this. Uh, this woman, she uh, passed away. Um, she now she lived a great life. She was 101 years old. Mm -hmm. um, long, healthy black life. I'm telling you, still look good. Still look, don't she? She didn't even look still 101. Look good. She looked like she's 70. Right? Don't she? <laughs> she really do, Lucy. She really do. She like she probably about 70. No, she good 85, but she she look good. She do. She look real good. <laughs> I hate you so much. What? Nothing. Um, so yeah, so she she passed. There's no um we don't even gotta give a a reason for that one. Like she she passed. It was her time. Um I believe um Taraji P. Henson made a Instagram post. She posted a picture of her and she said, Thank you, Queen. Hashtag Katherine Johnson for sharing your intelligence, poise, grace, and beauty with the world. Because of your hard work, little girls everywhere can dream as big as the moon. Your legacy will live on forever and ever. Uh, you ran so we could fly. Um, I will forever be honored to have been a part of bringing your story to life. You, your story, was hidden 
and thank God you are hashtag hidden no more. God bless your beautiful family. I am so honored to have sat and broke bread with you all. My thoughts and prayers are with you. Hashtag rest in heaven. Um, Catherine Johnson. Hashtag representation matters. Mm. So. R.I.P. to those beautiful black women that we have lost. Um, yes, man. Shouts out to y'all families, too, because I know y'all going through it right now. So right. It's never easy, no matter the ages. We're sending our condolences. Yeah, it's never easy. So our prayers are with you all. Yes, um, but yeah, guys, that is all for this week. We are ending this show. Um, again, if you have not... Uh, make sure follow the any follow any of our uh, social media programs outlets anything. Follow us on our Instagram at Ada Podcast. Ada Podcast. That's A D A P O D C A S T. Follow us on our Twitter at underscore Ada Podcast. That's underscore A D A P O D C A S T. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure you listen to us on Anchor. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere where there's podcasts, we're pretty much there. So listen to us. Tell a friend all that good shit. Family. Do you have anything to tell them before we close nope. out? We're going to tell them. Y'all be easy and y'all hold it down. We'll see y'all next week. Bye.